restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. We are live on the Information Super How a Glorious Sunday to all. Hey, you doing, Tez? You right, mate? I'm good, oh, Lawrence. I'm good, I'm good. I mean, uh, how are you? This has been a crazy week, right? It's been, it's been a crazy week of multiple things, of wrestling news and interesting retro movies watching and lots of good stuff. But welcome, everybody. Good to see you guys here. Only on YouTube. The first time we've ever done an exclusive just youtube ministry of slams good fun welcome everybody got 139 people watching now uh, according to the analytics test which is quite good so if you're watching welcome to the stream please hit like and subscribe because that'd be really good and help us grow the mos network channel because uh we are trying to grow the channel and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight Tez, haven't we we certainly have we certainly have uh, I, I don't even know where to start i do not know where to start uh well um first off Tez, more importantly than wrestling how's your week been mate yeah, my week's been okay, mate. Yeah. It's been okay. I haven't had any more smashed windows. Right. So that's always that's always good. Um, and the weather today and this weekend has been it's been pretty damn good. I can't really complain. How about you, mate? Well, it's good, Tez. And uh, basically, what I've decided to do, as, as some of you may know, um, I'm I'm not just a wrestling talking man, <laughs> if that's a thing. I also uh sing sometimes in in so i've sang for years and in, in played music for live for years tez has even featured on one of our albums back in vocals haven't you tez <laughs> i have actually haven't i yeah. yeah uh so i've decided tez i'm gonna learn guitar so i've started oh, cool. my journey into learning guitar so right now i'm gonna play my first ever gig on guitar get ready you ready well, i think i'm ready my first ever song on guitar it's a big moment for me, Tez. So, uh, here we go. I've never played guitar before. And here we go. This is it. So, um, uh, 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 here we go. Ready, Tez? Ready? I'm ready. Nope, that's not it. I fucked it up. <laughs> huh? <laughs> take two, go. take two. Music is ruined. Wait, it, oh God. Oh God, the panic. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? I'm ready. D. D, that's D, Tez. Uh, so yeah, I've started yeah. the journey on guitar with D, and then uh, that's it. That's my first gig. There's there's not many better chords than D, so you started off well. D, something else. Oh, God, I can't. Pressure's on. So I've just tested myself. So basically, that was D, and now we've given up. So let's let's start the journey. There's D, my first ever live D on as a live rock guitarist, Tez. I reckon. I reckon by next week, aim we for might. A. Well, I've, I know four others, but I've just realised I pressured myself so much. <laughs> I fucked up the D, <laughs> so I, I'm not going to do any more because that was crazy. Um, so yeah, that was a D. My first ever live gig there on Guitar Tez. Amazing. No one counts the first take anyway. So yeah. really, you, you nailed it in one. The first one's always, you know, that's a, that's a given. Yeah, that was good fun. Good stuff. So yeah, so I'm trying to learn guitar. So that'd be quite good fun, I think. I'm, I'm looking forward to looking forward to doing that and. Um, yeah, so, and oh, oh, but one thing I also want to talk about, Tez, before we get to wrestling, mm -hmm. is there's a new film on Disney Plus. It came out on Friday night, and I okay. would highly recommend this to anyone who is in the 30 to 40 
maybe older age bracket, maybe younger as well. But this film is called Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It is absolutely brilliant. If you've seen Hugh, it's a bit like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. For, for now, it's very much it's made for us. It's like Chip and Dale had the TV show in the 90s and then they're a bit like their celebrities and one of them just works in an insurance uh, <laughs> insurance thing. And the other one is trying to become a celebrity still going to conventions and stuff. It's absolutely brilliant. Check it out. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie. It is so funny. It's just little funny bits where they're like, it's kind of a weird. It's just fun. It's not really a spoiler. Like, uh, day, uh, Chip, yeah, Chip is just walking along the road, and there's all this relaxing music, like a classic cartoon. Like, doo, 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 doo. And then he walk gets goes into his house, takes his earphones out, and there's this death metal right, uh, 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 playing in the background. All this funny oh, stuff. Nice. But totally, totally go and watch uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Ranger movie on Disney Plus. I would literally give it like nine out of ten. It's one of the funniest films wow. I've seen in years. It's brilliant. Go and watch Chip and Dale. Oh, that's high praise. I do vaguely remember the uh, the cartoon series from way back when. Um, I've heard, I don't know if this is spoiler territory or not, but isn't an early version of a video game character, is all I'll say, isn't an early version of that featured in it? There's loads of little cameos, uh, loads, oh, okay. loads of cameos all over that film. So, but yes, we, yeah, uh, uh, Koji Master, sorry, Koji Master. Yeah, we do talk about wrestling, but we talk about Chip and Dale. We have a little preamble first. But uh, totally go and watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers, guys. It is such a good, such a good film. It's brilliant. Highly recommended, friends. Yeah, and I 100% I agree with him as well. Long live the 90s. Long live the 90s. When, when were you born, Tez? Were you born in the 90s or 80s? I was born 87. Wow. Okay. So not that much younger than me. No, no. People always <laughs> sort of, for some reason, think I'm younger. Probably just because I don't act like an adult. No, oh, right, okay. Well, should we get to so guys, this is the Ministry of Land. Welcome to the show. We are live here every single Sunday on this YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the MS Network. If you like wrestling, if you like gaming, if you like horror, if you like all that other good stuff, come and hit the subscribe button to this channel. We also do the Ministry of Slam podcast that goes out across the information zoo highway on Apple and Spotify and all these other good stuff. And we are live every Sunday, like I said, for the Ministry of Slam. It's great to have all of you guys here for our first ever exclusively live YouTube stream. And uh, we are going to get to that long-awaited wrestling news right now, Tez, aren't we? It's time for the news, mate. Here we go. Let's do it. It is the news. It's the news, Tez. It's time for the wrestling news. No damage, just slamming. Uh, I mean, what, what else? <laughs> I mean, uh, Lawrence, what, what else can we start with other than uh, the, the, the big news of the week, which is Sasha Banks and Naomi have been suspended from WWE after walking out of Monday's episode of Raw just as the show was going live on the air. Unbelievable. Whew. Well, actually, um, very unbelievable, to be honest, that, that, that this is actually like a reality of something these people did. I mean... And they didn't they they let them have it. They let them have it completely. It was like a personal attack on the Sasha Banks and Naomi, I feel. Quite unprofessional. Summarily did like left the arena or whatever they said, which is a weird word. Very old man word. Yeah, I mean I kind of felt like this was a um uh, a work initially because of how they were referencing it on TV. Yeah. Um but then the more that, that that's, that's kind of gone on and come out about it, it's like, oh, this doesn't seem like a work. This seems no. legit, which makes the response from WWE very weird. Um, 
During this week's episode of WWE SmackDown, Michael Cole announced that the two women have been suspended indefinitely and there'll be a tournament to crown new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions in the coming weeks. Sasha Banks could be out of WWE within a matter of months as her contract is reportedly set to expire soon. Uh, former WWE writer Kazim Famuyaid noted on the Masked Man show that both Naomi and Banks' contracts are set to expire shortly, and Banks' deal is ending within the next two months. Um, now, thing to note here is that WWE has the option to freeze Banks' contract should she refuse to return after this week's walkout. Um, it's been reported that WWE is against the idea of releasing either woman believing that the pair have a lot of support, which would make them ideal signings for AEW. Um, Tucker Carlson's huge balls in the chat room has just said, Locker Room doesn't like Sasha and thinks Naomi is just a clinger. Great name as well for your YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, um, quality. quality now, like that. the thing is, is, is it? Well, I guess it's, un it's unprofessional, but then it goes back to that independent contractors thing, isn't it? They all, they're all independent, but they've been booked for the show. So, you know, the show must go on. You've been booked to be there. You be there, you don't walk off. That's that's not cool, to be honest. You can see why WWE were pissed off. But then in their first in their first statement, there was the whole thing where they said there'll be uh, two workers. They're supposed to be in a six pack challenge, and Sasha and Naomi were not happy to be working with two workers in the match. So they're throwing two other workers in uh, under the bus to create bad tension. It was very much a personal attack from WWE to both Sasha and Naomi. Um, I feel like. They were unprofessional, but the way WWE reacted to it live was rather unprofessional too. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I th as far as I'm aware, that both Naomi and Sasha have been involved with the other members of the uh, of the match a number of times. There haven't really been any issues. I think most of them are some form of, you know, veteran or been, been around the block a few times. Yeah. Um, and I think there was a Twitter post from maybe Naomi's cousin or friend or something that was vaguely addressing that actually there was no issue with two two other people it was more just the general direction yeah. of them as champions um but it just i mean yeah them them walking out unprofessional you know you're there to do your job whatever but the way that wwe have handled this is so surreal and i don't know if that's just a sign of the changing of the guard you know with some other news that's happened uh, this week in regards to the top tier. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's surreal. Uh, what, what do you think about the whole sitch? I think it's pretty crazy, actually, that. Well, I don't know, because, I mean, we know these these report, these these performers are on such high contracts. They all get paid so much money, don't they? But to be, to be, to walk out, I mean, that's mad. To, to know you're going to get that much, they get paid tons of money, these top level WWE performers and just, so there, there must be something on that we're not knowing I mean the both both performers haven't come out and said oh this is the reason they've kept quite quiet on social media but yeah there's got to be something else some, something else to it Tess we don't know to be honest yeah I mean this isn't the first instance um, with Sasha Banks I mean there's the infamous thing WrestleMania a few years back where reportedly Sasha Banks and, uh, and Bailey were led on the floor kicking and having a tantrum like kids whether that actually happened or whether it was, you know, WWE's way of leaking out to make them look bad, I don't know. Mm. Um, but Naomi is a bit of a surprise. I mean, she's always kind of been uh, generally quite booked poorly, really, because there's always been a huge amount of support for Naomi. And, uh, yeah, champions currently, or what well, was champions currently with with Sasha, but it's quite surprising for 
for her to be involved in this. So, especially with her my, brother being winning the unified spoilers for SmackDown Tag Team Championships on Friday. Uh, not a brother, a husband. A husband. Yeah. I mean, that's mad. So that does that does kind of make you think that maybe this is Sasha and Naomi's gone along with it or been influenced by her. Not, I mean, obviously, I don't know Sasha personally, but she is, I suppose, maybe the more outspoken. But- the chat room is all saying like they've been booked poorly, and they have been booked poorly. I mean, the women's tag team championship belts are bloody awful, aren't they? I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're an awful. They're not like anything you're into as a as a when there's a women's tag team championship match. No one's into seeing that. And funnily enough, actually, talking about the Sasha and uh, and Bailey, that was regarding the women's cha- tag team championships yeah. as well, wasn't it? Because I believe that they they had been promised, you know, you can take this to all the different shows, you know, NXT, SmackDown, Raw and whatnot, and then it just wasn't really working out quite like like that. I wonder if maybe that's kind of history repeating itself a bit here, and Sasha's thought, I'm not having this, and Naomi's kind of gone along with it, maybe. Sasha I mean, has got a lot of stuff going on, of course. Remember, she's in, you know, Mandalorian, um, lots of other stuff like that, so maybe she's doesn't necessarily want the hassle of being backstage in WWE and all the politics anymore. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's it's a crazy developing story. Um it be well we won't know anything until we're only here in the WWE side. We won't hear anything until uh, Sasha and Naomi go public. No. And and kind of further on from uh further on from that regarding WWE's response to this. Additionally, the wweshop.com website has removed both of their merchandise sections. Um, as of uh, as of this moment, all of Banks and Naomi's merchandise have been pulled from the site, so they are no longer any royalties coming in for either of them. Mm. Um, the sections for both have been completely removed, and searching for either name comes up with no results. Yes. Which is cool. And the thing is, I find it interesting about the freezing the contracts thing as well, is the fact that they are all of the WWE superstars are independent contractors, and... That's an interesting fact that you get your throat, your contract frozen, so they could keep her there until she does the last two or three months, which yeah. is weird without pay as well. Um, yeah, which they normally attribute. I think we've heard of this kind of come up before with injuries, but this seems to be a first when it's a uh, a stepping away, yeah, you know, walking out basically. Um, yeah, and you know, as of recently, WWE superstar Naomi has distanced herself from the company by removing all reference uh, to being employed by the sports entertainment juggernaut from social media. Hmm. We've got um, a poll on right now. Whose side are you on, WWE or Sasha and Naomi? And at the moment, Sasha and Naomi are winning with eighty-eight percent of the votes. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily surprise me. I think, as we've said kind of unprofessional you know you're employed to do a job but what you know whatever but there's protecting your character i get that but still unprofessional to kind of walk out on a show but the the handling of this Ooh. by wwe they just uh, they're not looking interesting from tucker carlson's huge balls roman has not got a bat for his family they blocked her joining the bloodline oh yeah. and king uh king heiko he- mundo wb is already dead the only thing that keeping them from rotting away is roman plus wb screwed themselves on releasing all their top young talent for the big money now wb is paying the price Well, they're paying a mm. price king but of course remember they made more money than the last court in the last quarter than they ever have done in any previous quarters so they might be paying the price creatively but you know Money-wise and business-wise, three mil, yeah, three hundred thirty-three million in a quarter they made. That's not counting the money they made from WrestleMania. So they might be paying for it creatively, but certainly not for the bank balance. 
Well, I mean, well, just the the tag team, the women's tag team championship um, has it's it's never really been treated like a, like a proper championship, no. has it? Um, no. But uh, later on, guys, on the show, uh, we will be diving deep into previous people who've walked out on WWE, three key guys, and uh, going into how WWE treated them when uh, they were booted out, booted out from, uh, or when they decided to leave, and WWE didn't like it. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into that a bit later. Next one, Tez, let's go for it. Next one. So the acclaimed Anthony Bowens has undergone surgery. Uh, during this week's episode of Rampage, it was announced that the acclaimed Anthony Bowens suffered an injury during a recent set of AEW Dark Elevation TV tapings. Uh, this past Wednesday, Bowens announced that he wanted to appear on Dynamite, but that opportunity was taken away from him. Uh, he's taken to Twitter after the announcement on Friday's episode of Rampage and wrote the following. Without getting into too much detail, because of the attack after Elevation on Monday, I had to undergo a procedure this week to fix my knee. Story of my life, one step forward, two steps back, hashtag AEW Rampage. We were only talking last week about how good we enjoyed the acclaimed, and then this is a massive setback for them because they are really, they're actually, they seem like a proper tag team. They remind me in a way, it might sound weird, because they're nothing like how they work in the ring, but they do remind me of um, the New Age Outlaws. Not their work rate, but just the vibe they give off with uh, yeah, how I mean, they come down to the ring and all that. Their, their work... Their work and promos and you know the uh, the raps have all been really entertaining and I've really enjoyed the last couple of weeks with their interaction with Billy Gunn and the Ass Boys, yeah, yeah. just so funny. Um, hopefully, hopefully they can still utilize um, the acclaimed in backstage segments or maybe uh, maybe keep uh, Max Caster like kind of like what they did with uh, Dante Martin, uh, Dante Martin, but keep Anthony Bowens maybe if he's able. Uh, you know, to kind of come to the ring, maybe. I don't know. I mean, hopefully this doesn't mean then that we won't see any acclaimed yeah. uh, for a while. But um, yeah, bad luck. Bad luck for Anthony Bowens. Get well soon, Anthony Bowens. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've. <laughs> I don't know what I think about this. Um, LA Knight has made his SmackDown debut and he is now known as Max Dupree. I think I got it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> LA Knight has made his size. So he's got a new gimmick. He's now on SmackDown. He now goes by Max Dupree. And in the segment, he confronted Adam Pierce backstage saying he was hired by Sonia Deville um, while she was still a WWE official and he got a contract signed ahead of time. He has dubbed himself as the CEO of Maximum Male Models. Maximum Male Models. That's, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, LA Knight, Eli Drake is such a great wrestler and worker, and he could be a star on his own, essentially, with his character on the microphone. The fact he's now in charge of a modeling agency is so mid to steal a phrase from MJF. It's ridiculous. It it just does feel like he's automatically got a ceiling put on him, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, like. <sighs> The name, the name, I don't mind too much with because Eli Drake, LA Knight. I mean, Max Dupree doesn't sound as good as either Max of those. Max Dupree. At least it's only three syllables. Yeah, he. I, I'm sure he can make it work. Um, but if he's now going to be in a managerial capacity, um, I kind of think that's a waste because he is good in the ring. Yes. Um, and if he's just going to be managing a maximum male models, does that not automatically make him? you know like a, a rico level or that's um, what i was or, saying something like rico yeah. or who's the who's the guy uh who's the guy in nxt that's a manager that used to be jersey jersey boy in uh in impact 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's just such a mid-level thing. Why does wrestling have a, have a thing about making guys be their, um, like, be model agencies and owning model agencies? It's really weird. It is strange, isn't it? Like, it is weird. I know NXT at the moment are having people coming in with their, you know, gimmicks like, I'm a skater girl, I'm a horse rider, blah, blah, blah. But generally, that hasn't really touched the main roster from from memory for quite a while so now coming in and managing a a male model agency it just it seems very 2001 it does it seems very old 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 hat for WWE. definitely i believe yeah well i'm just trying to change the chat color necro eric's asked me to change your chat color i'm trying to do it now guys see if i can do it then you can see it better sorry guys well i mean hopefully um he can make this work I'm sure he can if given the opportunity. And I think opportunity is kind of the key thing here because sometimes, you know, you can have the best talker in the world, but if WWE don't let him talk, what's the point? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping LA Knight proves, proves as well. Max Dupree. Well, I hope so because well. that's a terrible name. We need to have a better name than Max Dupree. And I hope we see him. I don't know. It's just shit, Nick. I can't see him being repackaged into something different just a male model uh, what do you think in the chat room guys i can't change the chat room chat uh color sorry uh necro but we'll do it next week so on any other stream sorry guys i will look into that do you reckon um lawrence that there's going to be anyone from the current uh roster that's joining his agency or is it going to be Ooh. just a bunch of bunch of random who could join a male modeling agency in WV? hmm let me think what do you think tess Ooh, maybe Champa. a loaded question, isn't it? Champa, Champa, <laughs> Champa. <laughs> Classically handsome uh, Tommaso Champa. Yeah, with his god uh, uh, yeah. beard. The, the stunning good looks of Champa could join the male modeling agency. <laughs> maybe me, I could join it. Yeah, yeah. Put your resume in. I could join it. He'll it, have me in it. <laughs> they haven't said they oh. want Sasha. Paul Patterson wants Sasha. Max Malcolm Hunger. WWE keeps coming out with weak gimmicks that worked that worked years ago, but not now. And you wonder why WWE storylines are so outdated. They need someone from Hollywood to spice it up. They probably do. I don't know. I'm not sure because maybe a Hollywood writer wrote that. Well, maybe, maybe. And I think it has been in the works for a little bit because I'm sure a few weeks back we mentioned that uh, he's been doing dark matches as a uh, yeah as a, as a manager or something to do with modeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, but next up, another crazy bit of news that kind of come out of nowhere. Um, we've seen it happen before with uh, with Shane, but the other uh, McMahon sibling, Stephanie, has uh, announced that she's taking a leave of absence from WWE, and it didn't come overnight. So this came out on Thursday. Stephanie McMahon announced that she'll be taking a step back from the company. Uh, the daughter of Vince announced Thursday that she will take a leave of absence from the majority of her responsibilities in the company starting tomorrow. She wrote the following. As of tomorrow, I'm taking a leave of absence from the majority of my responsibilities at WWE. Uh, <laughs> WWE, actually, I just said that. <laughs> WWE is a lifelong legacy for me, and I look forward to returning to the company that I love after taking this time to focus on my family. Tucker Carlson's huge balls have just said she was spotted with no ring recently. And hi, Dan from Chicago as well in the chat room. Hi, everyone from the, in the chat room. Great to have everyone here. Um, well, initially, I kind of assumed this was look after Triple H related because of his health scare. But he's but come back. I, 
Yeah, he's, he's announced recently he's back to his <sighs> full-time duties. Oh, no. Is wrestling's first romantic couple finally breaking up? Is that why Triple H is back? She Stephanie's not got a ring? Oh, my God. Wrestling but you'd love. Think, you'd think, um, I wouldn't put it past Vince to be that vindictive that if they did split up, that he'd be like, okay, bye, bye Triple H. You're not working for me anymore. You, you broke up my daughter. Oh, my God. Imagine that. Oh, I, God. I, I, could, I could imagine him being that petty. Yeah. Oh, Tucker Carlson's huge balls. She stays home. He works. Uh, um, yeah, maybe. But real deal. WWE is never the same after they went PG. Went to PG from R. Well, yeah, that's true. It's it's kind of been on a downward trajectory for a mm. while, hasn't it? Really. Um, now, I didn't actually see this next bit of news, but I saw an image uh, appear on Twitter, uh -huh. and it looked quite nasty. Brian Danielson gets his leg caught between the ring and the ring entrance ramp. Uh, during Wednesday night's AEW Rampage tapings, Brian Danielson had a scary moment as his leg was caught between the ring and elevated ramp during the attack by the Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, did you did you notice this? Did they edit it out? No, the they put it up on YouTube. So it was, you can see it on YouTube. It wasn't on oh. the end of the show. Just look like a brawl and you can see Brian sitting on the floor. Um, and then they put up the edited like 10 minute version of well, the unedited of, of the, the staff and everyone trying to get his leg out. It, I think um, everyone was worried he was injured, but I think it was actually quite funny. And so people are trying not to not want to laugh about it. You can see oh, Mark's right. not trying to laugh when they walk away. Imagine that. Because God, good thing that didn't happen like in the middle of the main show live on Dynamite. Imagine that stuck for 10 minutes. It'd be hilarious. I wish it did happen. That would have been so good, wouldn't it? It's <laughs> so good. I mean, why, oh, God. Guy, that would have been brilliant. In the middle of dynamite at like that the, the, the nine o'clock hour, Brian's leg gets stuck between the ramp and the ring, and they can't do anything else. Just quick, go to break, go to break. <laughs> Let's take a break. Kaiji Mister says he doesn't like those elevated ramps. I like the elevated ramps. It reminds me of old school WCW. Yeah, I, I don't mind the elevated ramps, um, to be honest. Uh, but I get I guess if they if they're made use of, like, you know, someone being thrown to the outside and landing straight on that ramp, it can I don't know. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. I've seen worse setups. Yeah, yeah. Um, now the next bit of the news. I think it's our last bit of the news, Oof. Lawrence. This our favourite wrestling promotion. So wait. So if anyone in the chat room doesn't know, so we are from the as you maybe guess from our uh, from our uh, you know accents. We are from England, and um, I don't know if any of you guys around, if you're watching from America or anywhere else in the world, there's a new wrestling promotion called a Wrestling Entertainment Series uh, coming, and they've. They've, they've got a show in an arena here in the UK that holds 10,000 people and they've given it three weeks to promote it. And there's a few things I want to say about it. So go to the news, Tez, and then I'll, I'll give my opinion on the two massive mistakes they've made. It's quite ridiculous. KG so, Mister, okay. Wes uh, announced the card for their first show. So uh, Wes World Entertainment Series will be making its debut on June the 4th. So that is two weeks away? Two weeks. Uh, and the show will be featuring some familiar names, including Nia Jax, Lana, and others. Um, additionally, the event is being headlined uh, by Adam Scher, also known as Braun Strowman, or Big Strong Man, facing off against uh, Alistair Overy. Alistair Overy? What? Uh, this this is the guy who once beat Brock Lesnar. Just when kicked his, him uh, in the gut when he had diverticulitis yeah. and beat him, yeah. And I'm sure Alistair Overeem has not had fond words for professional wrestling in the past, so uh, maybe the maybe the gigs are drying up in uh, MMA. Who knows? Yeah. But um, the world championship match uh, in the lineup for the for the show is Adam Scherf versus Alistair Overeem. Mental. 
There's a World Women's Championship match, which is uh, Lena Fanini, which is uh, Nia Jax, Jax, versus CJ Perry, uh, who's Lana. And then the World Tag Team Championship match, the Legion of Pain, who I assume are the authors of Pain, yeah. uh, versus, um, oh, I think this is the Forgotten Sons, Weston yeah, yeah. Blake and Steve Macklin. Yeah, yeah. Killer Cross is on the card against Jonah and Samur- Samurai Del Sol. Oh, yeah, that's Callisto, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. there's loads of people on this card. And they've given it three weeks to promote it. And you know the two massive mistakes they've done? So first off, here, here in the UK, that weekend is the Queen's Jubilee. Now, I'm not very in- I'm not interested in, in... I'm not really a royalist into the royal family. Are you, Tez? No. But basically, it's a celebration in our country for the Queen being the Queen for 70 years. So the majority of people in the country are going to be celebrating that, whether it's parents, old grannies, kids or who would go to the wrestling show they would not be going to see a wrestling show because of this queen's jubilee because there'll be multiple things all around the country street parties celebrations rally da the queen's great all that stuff and so that's the first mistake they've made with three weeks promotion time the second mistake they made is that they released the ticket sales on the same day wwe done the clash at the castle pre-sale which is bananas i can't believe they did it on the same day. So everyone was like, wow, I got my Clash at the Castle tickets like in the pre-sale queue. And the same day, they released tickets for this. What, are they mad? This is just destined to fail. i kind of keen on going just so I could see how bad it is. Well, we we got Mojo Rawley, Dean Mutardi versus Lindsay Dorado. I mean, why isn't Mojo in the, in the main event? That's a that's a shocker. Um, Mike Bennett versus Biff Busick, who was only Lorcan, I believe. Yeah. And Dirty Dango, who I'm guessing is Fandango, versus Levi Valenzuela Jr. I that I sort of recognise the name, but I can't think who that is. But what, uh, you know, these guys are like they've all worked for the Fed. They hear these uh, these uh, podcasts and these other things, and people say, "Oh, you know, when you work at the Fed, you learn all this stuff." The fact they didn't realise that the Clash of the Castle tickets were going on pre-sale the same day they released their tickets, so the majority of the wrestling fans in the country are gonna be trying to get tickets to see the fed in wales i would think a lot of people were interested in going to see that big stadium show because it's the first big stadium show for 30 years and they released uh, tickets on the same day it's mental carlson's huge balls no way jose is uh levi Valen- valenzuela jr well i mean they kind of missed a trick here by not kind of cashing in on the jubilee and having like a jerry the king lawler well jerry the king lawler or like a jumbo <laughs> jubilee rumble ripoff match or something yeah. like that i don't know um, yeah, I mean, for a show that has such a small build-up to it, like it's coming up in a couple of weeks, tickets only came on sale like last week at the same time, like you said, it's Clash at the Castle. I mean, I can't imagine all of these people are going to be cheap. Like, where the hell they got the money for this? The highest price tickets for ringside were £200. For ringside tickets, that's not bad. I mean, I wouldn't spend that because I'm a cheapskate, but yeah that's not bad for a ringside ticket to an event is it yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's not it's not i mean you can see the buy tickets now have a look but yeah 200 pounds oh, right. for what's the two, cheapest 200 pounds oh, right cheapest. so price a oh, vip floor seats and merch 207 pounds vip meet and greet is 315 the future of sports it, i tell you if if it was closer i would go for 30 quid pounds oh yeah American buy tickets now Rev Pro and Progress will draw more than this show. Yeah, price F seats thirty three pound ninety eight. I mean, I mean, come on, that's that's 
that's uh, yeah. I tell you what this reminds me of that World Wrestling All Stars that came out when WCW shut down. Oh, th- this is five star wrestling all over. Yeah, 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 totally. Like, that show that used to be on like Channel Five with like no one in the audience in Newcastle. Not bad price, thirty pounds. If it's close, it's about a four hour drive, so I'm not that tempted to go up there on the uh, for four hours. Oh, yes, yeah, Nottingham, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long old way for us to go, Ted. We're on the south coast of England, so it's a long way to go. We'd probably bit. pay about. Twice it is on fight as well. Hmm. Oh, it's on fight. Okay, yeah. well, Shame it's not London. Or I totally go if it was in London. Yeah, what? Well, why isn't this booked in Shaftesbury? <laughs> Shaftesbury I'll, I'll send him an email. Yeah. I'll say, I'm a representative of the uh, Ministry of Slam Network. Please set your next event at Shaftesbury Guild Hall. So, so, Shaftesbury uh, Memorial Village Hall, please, for wrestling. They probably get more people there than Nottingham. So remember, though, this venue holds 10,000 people. It's not just paying the talent. It's the 10,000-person arena. It's ridiculous. Does it say... What is our local much... indie over here? Well, I don't know. There's, there's UPW, I guess, is our local indie. Have you heard of like, uh, UPW Tucker Carlson's huge balls? I just noticed on the site, uh, when you go to look at booking tickets, it's a maximum of 25 tickets. So they, I, they're kind of saying, look, you can only buy 25 at a time. Like, I don't think anyone's going to be buying 25 tickets. You buy 25 tickets at a time. That never happened. No, but- like, WWE, what was it, like six or eight? Something? Yeah. So, do you, yeah. so you haven't got Clash at the Castle tickets, have you, uh, Tez? Uh, no, not at the moment, no. Okay. I'm very much mulling it over. I am... I've got one on hold for Tez if he if he wants one. So uh, he, we'll, we'll, we'll sway him. Hours. We'll sway Give him. Got, chat room. Do you think Tez should get to, to take him up my offer of the Clash of the Castle tick, uh, ticket? Say yes, and then he'll, hey he'll, now. he'll have to get it. <laughs> hey now, you know I bowed to peer pressure. I mean, the other week I was saying I'm not going to get the Evil Dead game. It doesn't interest me, and I pre-ordered it like two days before. Yeah. 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 So uh, there you go. Baby I says yes, Tez. You should get it. Come oh, on, Tez. Pericles. Um <laughs> All right. Okay. I will. Yeah, god damn it. I literally I sent it about two minutes ago, forty eight hours, and now I've just come yeah, I'll just before you went on the air, I was saying Tez, do you want the do you want the ticket, Tez? He was like, uh I don't know, I'm not sure. So chat room has swayed you, Tez. See that? I just, There's only I've two got... people who said yes as well. <laughs> I've got no spine. No. It's easy. Um, Get meet Tez in a bar. If you know, want a hot date, go out of Tez and he's he's very easy. Yeah, pre- <laughs> See, you just wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You just sway him easy. <laughs> God, <laughs> moving on moving on swiftly <laughs> but uh yeah lawrence that is all of the week's wrestling news oh that was the news okay here we go uh before we end, james jones who your poll they sign a contract it's very unprofessional a lot of us would have uh, would love the opportunity to be on a global platform that's true james jones yeah. um so yeah as, at the end of the news the poll is 69 percent of the votes for Sasha and Naomi, 31 with WWE, 117 votes so far, which is great. Thank yeah, you. So it has started slowly swinging down from the, from the 80%. So yeah, it started off at 80. But Tez, that was the news. Here we go. That was the news. That was the news, Tez. That was the wrestling news. Thank you for subscribing baby ice welcome to the stream guys if you are new here please do hit that subscribe button we are trying to grow this community we do a lot of other stuff that not just wrestling we do wrestling we do horror test as a horror podcast we do lots of stuff but if you like wrestling we do a lot of wrestling too so come and join the mos network guys it'd be great to have you here uh because uh, we got a lot of good stuff on this uh, platform and channel as we try and grow and connect with more people around the world. And one thing we do do on this show, which you guys would think was weird, and I can pretty much guarantee you've never seen it before, is Meryl Mania, where Meryl, and my partner, looks at a picture of a wrestler and then says what she thinks that wrestler looks like. So Meryl, this is Meryl, guys. Here's Meryl. <laughs> Hi, 
Hi, Meryl. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. You guys okay? Are you excited about going to Clash of the Castle? Yes. Are you? Yes. Is it like a bouncy castle? Yes, Clash of the Castle. Yeah, that's how we're doing our own one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Meryl, this is a big, big, huge superstar. Uh, he's having a lot of appearances on Monday Night Raw. This is Meryl. Chad Gable? <laughs> so, Meryl, what do you think Chad Gable looks like? It kind of reminds me of, like, trash cans with lettuce and tomatoes coming out of it. Great! <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, like, it's like cartoon trash cans with cartoon lettuce and tomatoes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it, like, in the back alley of some 80s cartoon. He kind of looks like that. Can okay. you guys see it? No, I can't see it, Meryl. Um, Can you see it, Tez? No. It's no. obviously something wrong with you guys. Okay, we ain't got the power, Meryl. <laughs> well, thank you, Meryl. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for all the subs, guys. Everyone's bibbing. Hello, Thor in the chat room. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the stream. It's great to have all of you guys here. Um, I'm just going to try and do something so that keeps stop, stop bibbing if we do get anyone else subbing. So, uh, fill the time, Tez. Um... Uh, oh god, so uh, Clash, Clash of oh damn, I've committed now to going to Clash of the Castle, yeah, haven't I? Oh god, well, I, I'll say I'll do a preliminary agreement. So, I do I do run a wedding videography business on the side, I'm just waiting to hear back to confirm that I don't have a wedding booked for Saturday the 3rd. Um, so I will hopefully hear back by tomorrow, but if I haven't got a wedding, then yes, I'll buy that ticket off you, uh, Lawrence. Uh, but if I've got a wedding, I can't go. Okay. That's, yeah, it's money. And no worries, mate. No worries. But uh, guys, thank you for checking out the Ministry Slam. It's great to have you here. We're going to cut to a quick break and we'll be back with some more wrestling. We'll be looking at other previous walkouts where stars have suddenly left WWE or held up Vince without any notice. So uh, we'll be back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey guys, coming up on the MOS Network this week. Thank you very much, first of all, for checking out this live stream on YouTube. It is great that you are here watching the show. Thank you very much for this transfer over to YouTube. I really hope us being here on YouTube will help the show grow and we'll connect with more wrestling fans, horror fans, pop culture fans, gaming fans all over the world. So thank you very much, guys, for checking out this show on YouTube. On Monday morning, the podcast of the Ministry of Slam goes live. If you guys are listening to the podcast, Thank you very much. You guys got us into the top 100 again last week of the UK Wrestling Podcast Charts. It's a great that you download this podcast. Thank you very much. Please remember to give it five stars. On Tuesday morning, it's the fourth episode of Turner Years. Bericles and Dave go through the Jim Crockett. WCW transformation back in the late 80s early 90s these guys are doing a great show it's very popular on the MOS network so please go and check it out then on Tuesday night it's time to get scary because Tez is back for Ministry of Horror one of the most popular shows on the MOS network with a great community of people in that chat room if you're a fan of horror go and check out Ministry of Horror this Tuesday at 8pm on the YouTube channel. On Wednesday morning, if you have not checked out the Ministry of Horror live show, check out the Ministry of Horror podcast. It will be going live into the podcast feed. So check it out and go and give the MRS Network podcast feed five stars. Tez and me are also doing lots of gaming streams on the YouTube channel. Come and check us out. 
I'm not very good at Halo, but it's a good laugh watching it. We play Red Dead Redemption. Tez is also doing WWE 2K22 My Rise. And we've got some other gaming streams planned, including the return of Retro Saturday. Lots of good stuff coming from the MOS Network. Thank you for your support, guys. Much love. Positive vibes to you all. Wrestling wins. The MOS Network wins. Boom. How you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. So right now, guys, we're going to look at something that happened. So so basically, the, the Sasha Sasha Banks and the Amy uh, news this week is is a huge news for wrestling that some people have walked out of WWE. It has happened on previous times, and uh, as a uh, as um, Baby Ice mentioned in the chat room, Gail Kim did it walking out of a battle royale as well but we're actually going to look at three other ones that happened um in the previous well there's been many but we're going to look at three ones which were huge huge wrestling stars um so there's three key ones here tez we've got we've got um the ultimate warrior at survivor Se- uh, summer slam 1991 which wasn't necessarily a walkout it was a hold up vince for money but you know it was not agreeing to your initial contract which is kind of the vibe we're going from here i feel um so we're gonna look at that the ultimate warrior we got austin and we got cm punk for the people who walked out on vince over the period of time and uh, arguably where do you stand on this walking out thing do you think it's a bit shit oh man it's tough because like i can see both sides of it there's the side where you're employed you uh kind of essentially do what you're told you don't come in and dictate you know what yeah. is going to happen what the, what the course of the show is um but that being said the they're they're independent contractors as ww likes to point out and their appearance their perception is key to their business as individuals and if they have got to a certain standing and are then feeling for whatever reason they're being underappreciated misused misrepresented whatever the circumstances yeah. then i can see wanting to defend yourself um walking out though i guess it would depend on what has led to that situation have you just walked out like that or has it been a case of something's got to give something's yeah. got to break um so yeah it's a tough one i see both sides i see the business and i see the individual uh, what about you um i feel like if you're a wrestler you're not ever you get into a company like the fed maybe through your career you've had like creative freedoms even when they were down in nxt it might have had a bit more creative freedom and they get up there and they're told what to do and i, I do feel like a lot of these people whether their contracts have been given to them or you know or contracts extended or they've been released there's seems to me there's a lot of frustration with creative freedoms or where they feel like they should be booked or where they should be you know going against this guy that guy you know main event in this event or having a title um and it's an interesting dichotomy for wrestling the fact that they are playing a part aren't they they're not they're they're playing a part on a t on a scripted tv show now you don't hear about this on you know game of thrones or anything where the actors generally say i'm not doing this I'm, i'm i'm not doing what you've booked me to do and pay me loads of money for 
I don't agree with it in a way where they're there because like, like a lot of people in the chat room have said they've, they've got a great opportunity here to be on national telly in, in front of millions but they've made for life now people will know these guys forever um so I don't I don't tend to agree with it but I can understand the creative frustrations these guys might have but with regard to other shows you know people don't tend to do this in movies or you know acting roles it's, it's very strange no, it's certainly a lot more rare in um, in the entertainment business. Um, it it does occur, but not that often. I think in most cases, um, you know, with an acting job beforehand, you'll generally know uh, w where the story's going, the characteristics, blah, blah, blah. And more often than not, they'll be happy to have the work or it may be a good career step, this, that, and the other. I do feel that with wrestlers, you kind of have, I guess, two sorts there'll be the ones that are happy to be their company people which isn't a negative at all but they're they're happy yeah. to be there they you know take the opportunity they'll do what's required of them do it for the best of their ability and take their opportunity when they get it but then on the other hand you'll have those who for want of a better term know their worth um and feel that you know you're you're making me look like an idiot you're making you're you're kind of lowering my stock um and I kind of get it because you can have you do get some stars who maybe have had the opportunity maybe to to walk away um not that it's the right thing to do but they haven't and then they've gone from being really high up in the public perception to then just kind of feeling not really as much of a star as they were before yeah, yeah. and maybe that's you know maybe they wouldn't have that drop in perception if they'd have gone look book me right or I'm off ski um i don't know i think i i it, i think it really depends on how each party uh represents themselves like at the moment we don't know exactly what's going on behind closed doors but wwe yeah. aren't making themselves look great in this whole naomi sasha banks situation um horrorcore artist says wwe asked for it well how, but how horrorcore artists how how did they ask for it? But get you know, putting them on telly on a TV show in front of millions and millions of people around the world. And this is well, this is the thing. It's 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 like they they are on national TV. There's loads of people who would love to do that job, and they took it for granted. You know, I feel like they took it for granted. They shouldn't have walked out. I can understand the creative free creative frustration, but wait for your contract. If it's, if Sasha's contract is expiring in two three months, suck it up, work for two or three months, don't sign the contract, and go somewhere else. Don't not show up for TV and like, I don't know. I don't agree with it. Well, should we have a look at um, at the Ultimate Warrior scenario? Yes, because um, I think I think each one of these three uh, is is quite different. So um, Warrior didn't walk out, but he he said he wasn't going to go on unless his pay was bumped up to Hogan's level at Summer Some SummerSlam '91. Warrior was the champion. He said, "Pay me what Hogan's getting, or else I'm not going out there." Vince agreed to it, and then fired Warrior straight after. And he was he was. Um, he was suspended as well yeah like like they said indefinitely suspended and he did and and his contract was going till september so it was another 13 months that was left on his contract and he came back in the following april so august summer slam was he came back in april 92 so it wasn't a long break for warrior to be fair but but um i mean m many years later uh, when we talk about the potential, I guess, pettiness of the WWE, uh, they released the uh, the self-destruction of yes. the Ultimate Warrior DVD. I mean, Christ, that 
I mean, I'm never, I'm never going to defend Osman Warrior. He's a very problemat- problematic yes. individual. <laughs> we won't go into, we won't go into that. But for a company to, who normally would let's say hide the negativity and focus on the positives to, to sell, this was a complete, you know, just highlighting all the negativities of Warrior through WWE and uh, and WCW. Um, if anyone's interested, I'd go on our YouTube channel. We've got some old school Ultimate Warrior interviews where we, uh, uh, through the history of the show, we've actually we actually managed to interview Ultimate Warrior back in the day. Uh, obviously, while he was still alive in person, I wasn't part of the show, but former hosts were. So go and check it out on our YouTube channel. There's some really good Ultimate Warrior, two Ultimate Warrior interviews on there. One where he said he uh, ended up nearly being the next Conan the Barbarian, believe it or not. I mean physique wise that wouldn't have surprised me because he did have that that build that larger than life build but i mean uh, i would at least you can understand what arnold schwarzenegger saying he, he speaks coherently yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> warriors promos maybe not so much yeah so it didn't take long for warrior to come back but of course that was when hogan you know the top top guy essentially was retiring in 1992 uh going into wrestlemania 8 against Sid justice wasn't it or Sid vicious mm. and warrior ran down and helped hogan at the end of the wrestlemania 8 so you can probably see why they bought back warrior so quickly uh from that situation obviously sort out the contract and it was it wasn't that long off for warrior but it was one of those do this or else i'm not doing that not not agreeing to his contract change in terms of contract in the middle of a contract um yeah the next one we got guys uh which was it one everybody knows about uh june 10th 2002 austin walked out on raw when he was supposed to uh, wrestle and lose to brock lesnar unplanned unbooked unpromoted on monday night raw for a king of the ring qualifier which is mad he left and then wwe went to town he left it wasn't on raw that night the following week i think vince came out and said he took his ball and went home and they'd done a wwe confidential they threw him right under that bus and they could not stand Stone Cold, like the biggest star in the company for many, many years. And they could not stand the idea that he went against their orders and just walked off. Didn't come back till 2003, no way out against Eric Bischoff in his first return match. Remember that? Yeah, I mean, I remember being shocked, completely shocked by it. Um, and again, this is a situation where I can I can see his perception that, you know, Brock Lesnar be Stone Cold, that should be a big money match have a build take brock it up was to the new guy though he wasn't the big guy at the time no but brock was uh brock's the new guy getting the monster you know just decimating people like this was i i can't remember his position at the time he hadn't uh, brock hadn't um he hadn't well if it was before the king of the ring he hadn't won the king of the ring which because that year if you won the king of the ring you got the title shot that's what made him go against oh, the right. rock at SummerSlam that year Yes, I mean, he did. So he hadn't even, and then a couple months later, about three or four weeks later, went against Hogan and beat Hogan with a bear hug. So I think Austin did kind of take his ball and throw throw, throw his toys out of the pram because everyone else was happy to build this big, huge star of Brock Lesnar. I think Austin says it was his biggest regret of his uh, career. Well, yeah, I mean, can you imagine early Brock Lesnar one-on-one with Steve Austin just on a Raw and he just beats him? How shocking that would have been. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't see that coming. You wouldn't expect that during uh, during Austin's height. But yeah, I think Steve had had his own kind of uh, issues, you know, over the years around this sort of time, and maybe this was the straw that broke the camel's back. It did seem kind of knee jerk reaction, really, yeah. didn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but again, he wasn't happy against going about going against Scott Hall at WrestleMania 18 and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, they buried it. It's what WWE done in return. Done the WWE Confidential. Vince come out. 
they muddied his name completely in that company uh which is kind of it's a bit along the lines of what they did with sasha and naomi heightened because they've done the WWE confidential behind the scenes show at the time uh but no. yeah i mean they did throw him under the bus quite quickly much like they did with sasha and naomi this this uh previous week um okay um kaiju master uh meister is a good um a good point austin saved wwf and as soon as hogan comes back uh they bump austin down to the mid card uh, austin was a thousand percent right to walk i guess especially if you look at the whole the rock uh the rock hogan thing and then austin who you could argue was the biggest star than the rock i mean rock was huge but austin i guess was the slightly bigger star um he's then taken a mid card match against scott hall who big name in the 90s but i mean it was a decent little match but it wasn't an austin worthy wrestlemania match really especially at that time so um mm. yeah i don't, I don't know. know i recently watched wrestlemania 18 for for a review for this for our network and i don't know i, I think there were much bigger matches on that card that match was all right but who really else would he have gone against and wrestlemania like you know it was silly like austin you know, he's going against nwo who are billed as the top bad guys in the company I don't know. I, I, I think I don't agree with that. He regrets it too. So, of course, he wasn't said he regrets it. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess Ooh. I guess Nash would have been the bigger match, but then I think Nash may have been injured probably. No doubt. Ooh, with his hardcore, hardcore, art, horrorcore artist as Batista walked out. Was that not storyline, Batista walking out? I think he... I can't remember. I know he he quit in the ring the first time, but then I think when he came back and he had the whole blue teeth thing, I think he might have just generally been like, "You guys really clearly don't still don't respect me." Mm. Um, so Maybe I says it was storyline. Yeah, I, th I thought it was storyline. Um, Horrorcore artist says it was a mix. Interesting. I thought mm. that one was storyline, and uh, um, of course one of the biggest ones uh, of a of a walkout essentially was in 2014, the night after the Royal Rumble, where CM Punk walked out of Monday Night Raw, never, ever to return to WWE. And the thing is with that one, is they did not even mention him. The, compared to Austin, uh, Warrior wasn't really mentioned. That was much, much more of a, you know, back in the early 90s. Austin was completely mentioned. Sasha and Naomi were mentioned a lot this week about what they did. Punk, when he left on that Monday Night Raw, was not mentioned once again was never mentioned apart from when crowds were cheering and there was a U you know ufc chance oh he lost at ufc but he wasn't mentioned on tv ever again was he walked out oh. that, um, that and it, they yeah. served him his your five papers on his wedding day believe it or not again such a petulant thing isn't it it's very like, petulant wb they can say like oh well you know that was just a coincidence like oh come on come on you know what you're doing yeah. um yeah i mean we, we can see here that on the night of the 2014 rumble punk walked into vince mcmahon's office and told him and triple h exactly how he felt um the next night on raw he did the exact same thing but instead walked out on the company before the show started um yeah i mean i know he hadn't been happy with creative um for a while and then there was this whole injury issue which uh, the wwe approved doctors uh was i can't remember the guy's name but he was saying no it's fine it's fine but it turned out to be like a quite a nasty staph infection which which you know can can be pretty brutal um which then years later we got this whole lawsuit and uh yeah the last time cm punk was ever in the wwe was back then do you think he'll ever a chat room do you think cm punk will ever go back to the fed ever do you think he will tez uh i'll say never say never um 
I don't think so, but I mean, flipping how crazier things have happened, haven't they? I, I can't see Punk ever going back. He'll never go back, mate. Never. No, no. I don't expect so. I don't expect so. Mm-hmm. But um, that year was supposed to be Austin versus Punk for WrestleMania. They were building up for 2K, James Jones says. Interesting. Yeah, because that was a, they did do that little, like, Jim Ross, WE 2K thing. I don't know. Yeah. But Punk was, like, champion cool. for... That's, I mean, is that... The thing is with this whole thing, is this not, like, wrestlers getting lost in the fog of, for want of a better term, they're playing pretend. And he was champion for 400 and something days, Punk. And yeah, he wasn't going to main event WrestleMania, Rock and Cena were, but that guy must have earned a lot of money and a lot of people saw him. And I don't know, man. I mean, you're getting confused with what's real and what's what's not real. Getting lost I, in the... In, I, oh, not so. book, oh, I should be main event. You're still going to be in front of thousands and thousands of people. I guess so. I mean, I I get it that you're going to have like, look, when this guy was champion, you're plastering him all over this, his main event and blah, blah, like, you know, Cena, Triple H, whoever. When I'm champion, I'm seeing Punk is uh, is champion. You know, his segments are kind of, I suppose, for a current example, you know, Hangman Page, his segments are middle of the show, not ending the show. Um, And you could just say, okay, maybe you're just taking things a little bit too seriously. Like, you know, you you are playing pretend at the end of the day. but then at the same point, you've then got the the people who were at the top of the show, are at the top of the show. Do they just get it naturally? Or are they doing their own politicking behind behind uh, behind doors? Who knows? Um, at, at the end of the day, you're getting paid big money to do a job. Check. I, I just kind of think, check your ego at the door. Yes. Do the work. But then at the same point, you'd expect your company to handle things as a mature company and as we see on a number of these things there's always a bit of a vindictive nature petulant uh nature in in the wwe's responses um so we've got a few we've got a few people in the chat room tonight first time we've experienced ministry of slam uh i'm interested to see what the chat room thinks will punk completely change the subject here uh on this this note will punk beat hangman i might put that in as a poll uh we've end the sasha one the sasha and we won 72 percent of the people out of 169 votes voted for sasha and naomi but i'm gonna do another poll now guys uh if i can I don't, can i do that one? yeah i can uh who will win so who will win cm punk or hangman let's see who thinks who will win cm punk or hangman because i think that's a big talking point we were saying that we think hangman is a pretty bad champion for the for AEW, don't we yeah, 100%. It's, Even though he's a, great, he's a great wrestler, don't get me wrong. You yeah, know. I don't necessarily think it's uh, it's Hangman's fault. No, um, it's, no. It's, yeah, it's just a case of he just doesn't feel like the champion. He's not being kind of promoted uh, like a champion. Um, it kind of seems like the focus is almost always on his opponents or other parts of the show as opposed to, as opposed to him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. Could he maybe be successful further down the line? Who knows? But it's yeah, just, the polls, it's polls live, guys. So get voting. Um, King of Mundo, King yeah, King of Mundo says, "I'm a punk." Hangman isn't drawing Koji Master. If they could get put of anywhere, way, we get official AJ return. That would be weird having AJ Lee return to wrestling. But she has got that women's wrestling thing coming up, Junior. Yeah. And I don't get being on anybody's side thing sasha banks doesn't have creative control you can't just change storylines vince made one billion dollars last year why would they let their talent run the show and i agree with junior n i agree with i agree with junior n you know 
I don't. I, I, I totally, like, you know, they haven't got the creative freedom. Uh, she's been made huge stars. Arguably, would Sasha have Banks been in Mandalorian if she wasn't in WWE? Probably well, she, not. She got the Mandalorian job from being on Hot Ones, the uh, the the uh, but, fried chicken. But why was she on Hot Ones? Because of being in WWE. Yeah, because of being WWE yeah. star. Yeah. She could have been on there for being Snoop Dogg's cousin. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah, she's <laughs> got a gateway in. But yeah. Hangman should win the first match. Blame AEW for putting a belt on him too early, says Junior N. Hmm, interesting. For me, I think they're just going to go for it. I mean, it's double or nothing. It's a big show. Um, I reckon, you know, that'll get the headlines. Punk wins the title. Uh, yeah, I just don't think keep it on Hangman any longer. Because they don't really seem to do, from memory, title changes like their title change um on on tv so yeah, from the, and it looks like the chat's kind of got like 92 percent so punk yeah out of a uh, few votes yet we'll leave that running for a while because yeah. it's quite interesting to see what you guys think in the chat room on that poll but um now i yeah i i i would like to see punk win the belt to be honest yeah yeah, I mean, regardless of him being ex WWE, old, yeah, I'm, old I'm not worried. Whatever, I think storylines and wrestling, all that sort of stuff. For now, he's working great. Even get, though he's yeah. an older guy, he's he's a great worker. He's great in the ring. He's great on the mic. He can have a great storyline with anybody in that company. Hangman is a great worker. Can he have a great storyline with anyone? And that's why I watch wrestling for storylines. Yeah, and I don't think Hangman can. He can have a great ratchet, great matches, but you know. So what do you guys think? Let us know in the poll that's going live right now. So thank you for joining us, guys. If you're new here as well, this is the Ministry of Slam. I know we got this our first ever live, live ever, completely live YouTube stream. So uh, just YouTube. We've been doing uh, streaming on Twitch and other places. So if you're new here, please do hit the uh, sub button and the like button. Help us grow our community. It'll be really good. And we're very well to come and join it. If you want to come and... I hope this works. Is that going to work? The Discord button? No, it stops working. So if you want to come and join the Discord, guys, come and join our Discord. It'll be great to have you here. Uh that'd be awesome and uh if anyone's we've got a good community everyone chats in there we also do a live podcast as well that goes out uh this is going to be recorded for a podcast but it goes into apple as well so danka 34 says we suck so but we might suck but we love you oh. have, <laughs> have a great day turn your negative energy into positive but there we go mate great to have great to ha oh, he says he's being rude now let's just ignore him uh but yeah great to have everyone here so tez should we get to we're all a bit we're all a bit too serious right now aren't we tez yeah, feeling a bit too serious. Mm, I think we need to calm it down and no, not too serious. We're too excited. We need to do a very serious wrestling <laughs> promo, guys, and calm it down. So uh, we'll be back after this with a very, very serious wrestling promo. And now, Ministry of Slam proudly presents a very serious wrestling promo. Surprise! Surprise! The Stinger is back. Of course, do you think I would miss this night? Not for nothing, I would miss this night. This is a historical night. One more dance with the nature boy, Ric Flair. We started it years ago, Rick. And tonight, we're gonna end it once and for all. And for all you fans out there who are wondering what the future holds for the Stinger? Well, the only thing for sure about Sting is nothing's for sure. It's showtime, folks. Sting, 
26th of the 3rd, 2001, WCW, Monday Nitro. Thank you. And that was a very serious wrestling promo. Ministry of Slam Radio Show. We are back, Tez. We're back, Tez. We are back. (laughs) That was was so serious. We had to calm it down (laughs) with the serious wrestling promo. So uh, we're going to look at some uh, some things in the week in wrestling history. Yeah, yes, this week in wrestling history, guys. We always do this on the show every week. This week in wrestling history. Um, so we're going to get to it. So if you've got any good memories of these these moments in wrestling history, let us know. So sadly, the first one is not a good is not a good <laughs> this week in wrestling history. But you can share the memories of of this wrestler because over here in England, he is pretty much he was like God really when I was a kid growing up. He was like the greatest wrestler ever. I mean. David Boy Smith sadly passed away on, um, when was the date? May 18th, 2002. So it's 20 years since David Boy Smith passed away, Tez. What's your memories of David Boy Smith? 39. Well, I mean, he was one of those uh, kind of synonymous names with like, uh, with, with wrestling. Like, I mean, Christ, even before I started watching WWE Attitude Era, well, you know, the, the late 90s, 90s, early 2000s, I knew of the British Bulldog. Yeah. Um, he just, he was just synonymous. And uh, I mean, he had his demons. Um, I've heard some negative things, you know, as with a lot of wrestlers at that time with abuse and whatnot. But I mean, he drew a lot of attention uh, to the UK. He wore the flag on his back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how can you get any more patriotic? And he had a dog with him. Um, so you can't. You can't dislike him, and uh, 39 is way, way, way That's too no young. age, is it? The funny thing is with no. the Bulldog, if you think about him now, it's like he, at the time, to me, was considered one of the, the, the smaller, for want of a better term, high-flying, like, quicker, faster wrestlers. Mm. <laughs> He's ginormous compared to wrestlers now. Absolutely ginormous. He was jacked. Goodness me. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, if you look at him now, you just think, Jesus, first thought is steroids, isn't it? Yes. I'm not saying he did steroids, but if you look at today's wrestlers and stand David Boy Smith next to them. I know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, man. But I've got so. I, the thing is, with me growing up watching wrestling, David Boy Smith was. There was Hulk Hogan, which like, I, I really like Hulk Hogan, of course, and all, all the. But, but being here in England, David Boy Smith was all over all the dvd covers all over all the old uh you know you get the the annuals and they have david boy smith right in the front but obviously also in wwe at the time he wasn't really top of the card or anything he was you know wrestling in tag teams and all this sort of stuff and yeah. it, you know but then you'd see him in the annual the yearly annual and all that it was great i mean more so this period we got a picture on screen podcast this is of david boy smith when he had like the wearing the union jack and his weird dreadlocks why did he have well, not dreadlocks were they like caught were they cornrows cornrows why did he do that (laughs) yeah i never really understood that that. i I kind of thought like when he kind of became jeans wearing bulldog and he was much slower but he had the short haircut um i kind of yeah it never really made sense to me i don't know if that was maybe the fashion of the time i don't Um, know if i've seen what millie vanilli oh yeah maybe (laughs) maybe he's a massive millie vanilli fan because i can't think of anyone who had 
cornrow hair like that. That's ridiculous. But great. No. I mean, brilliant. Fair play to him. <laughs> Very unique, as Berkeley says in the chat. Paul Barrow. Uh, by the yeah, way, before so we get to the, at the end of these calls, guys, if uh, anyone wants to phone in, we, we do open up the phone lines on Zoom. So if you've got Zoom, download Zoom and uh, you can call into the show. It'd be great. Uh, you can download up, download it, sign up, and I'll post the, the Zoom link in the chat room. Click on it and then chat to us live and not just in this live show right now. Get out to a big network of uh, podcast listeners around the world. So uh, check it out, guys. Download Zoom if you want to come and chat to us. Probably in about 15, 20 minutes or so, we'll open up the phone lines. But yeah, rest in peace, British border 39, mate. That's crazy. So young. Just same age as me. Yeah, far too young. Far too young. I know. Um, that was a horrible period of time. A lot of our heroes at the time were passing away from wrestling lifestyle, yeah. I guess. Ball yeah. of Sugar won the Rumble when Michael snuck behind him back. Yeah, heartbreaking Baby Ice. James Jones, Baby Ice for sure that time when they were building a war between America versus Canada. Yeah, that was awesome as well. That was some great moments for the Bulldog. Um James Jones Raw 97 War was so great from Baby Ice to James Jones yeah it was there was lots of good stuff Douglas Filoni Sasha Banks win Raw belt, belts Raw now okay cool cool well um, so that's the first one uh, Tez 20 years ago this week the British Bulldog passed away sadly um, so the next one Tez, Tez we've got in a horrendous horrendous match that was this week uh, oh god uh, Eddie Guerrero went up against um, JBL and uh, Eddie Guerrero, uh, JBL beat Eddie Guerrero via disqualification at WWE Judgment Day. Have you seen this? I've not seen the match, but I've seen the clips specifically, like what we've got on screen. And it's like, so it's people, like a know, people know I do a horror show on Tuesdays. I watch a lot of horror. This was uncomfortable to watch. It's like a tap. It's the most. It I think it's too the, much, dude. I think it's the most bloody match in wrestling in WWE, at least in the last twenty years or so. This it is like it's literally like a tap comes out of his head. It is gross, absolutely yeah. gross. He gets whopped on the head with this this um, chair from like completely unprotected chair shot, walloped right on the head, and then oh my goodness, it's like there's like a tap just running for like, and the match goes on for another fifteen minutes or so. It doesn't yeah. end. It's horrible. I'm sure I think it might have been maybe Jericho's first autobiography or some, somewhere I read about like after the match or it might have been a podcast like Conrad Thompson podcast that after the match he was like kind of sheet white because just the amount of blood so that he'd lost blood. and it's like that's just too much that's way too far this is uh, one of the only uh, events on the WB network that's rated as uh, seven, un, not suitable for under 17s I'm, I'm not surprised uh hyung Nguyen. uh hi there hi hi hyung how you doing welcome to the stream junior ends tez says uh william regal or dave boy smith who was the top wrestlers from the brit from the british Isles for you so growing up i would have said dave boy smith because i didn't appreciate william regal until more recently like when i was growing up i liked hardy boys Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, yeah. and then, you know, Stan Cause, like the hard hitters. I didn't really appreciate uh, the more methodical guys. And so I didn't really like um, William Regal until he started doing some comedy stuff with like uh, Tajiri. And, you know, as you get older, you appreciate these things like. Uh... So, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably say overall, probably William Regal, especially the work he's done since. Yeah. But growing up, it was uh, Bulldog. Mine's always Bulldog. I like William yeah. Regal, great worker and stuff, but Bulldog all the way. Bulldog is the is the definitive for me. British British wrestler representing Britain because he just had the jack on his back. 
What do you what do you think of William Regal uh, on Dynamite this Saying, week? Yeah, well, I, well, I, if anyone, I was worried about this because if anyone doesn't know, so William Regal on Dynamite said he used to put a, te- a toothbrush up his bum, uh, Chris Jericho's toothbrush up his bum. Um, now, I've been on tour with Chris Jericho, supporting him, and I've sang with Fozzie uh, on tour, on stage, sharing the microphone with Jericho. And I was thinking, oh my god, I hopefully haven't got some of William Regal's. A few poo particles in my mouth because that would be gross. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's rubbish. What a rubbish storyline. Because the funny thing is, you think about that, they got like Jericho cutting scathing promos on Regal and all the uh, Blackpool Combat Club and uh, Santana and Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. And then Regal comes back with, I put your toothbrush up my bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's. A- it's an entertaining, but it is a strange version of William Regal. It's not badass. Yeah, it's a bit silly, isn't it? William Regal, yeah. I've never been a fan. I, I like William Regal as a worker, but I've never been a massive fan of him, to be honest. To be honest. I know love, people love him, but not my favourite. Yeah, I, 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 um, I think I kind of really appreciated him from um, his work on NXT as like the GM. Like, yeah. That was golden era oh, NXT games. for me. Yeah, re- really kind of good stuff. I mean, now I, d- I do like the... Uh, uh, <laughs> what's it called? The Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, uh, don't want to say the BCC because that might have other connotations. Um, I like their stuff and the Jericho Appreciation Society. Like Jericho heel, I do. I much prefer him to when his face. But then he's got some jokers like 2.0 or whatever they're called. 3.0 is it Magic Magic Angelo or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a weird feud. I mean, I think it's just building up for wanting to see. Uh, the Blackpool Club uh, batter them, but yeah, that line was just odd. He's asking number one, David Boy Smith, two, William Regal, three, Dynamite Kid, four, Fit Finley. He's Irish, so not is he not is he Republic of Ireland or Northern Irish? I guess you can cast it as the same sort of thing. And uh, yeah, I Drew, guess it's like British, isn't it? Great British, Britain. yeah. Hmm. Uh, fight Gareth Fight is here. Welcome, Fight Gareth Fight. Good to have you. Hey. No, David Boy Smith, number one. Yeah, uh, William Regal. Mm, yeah, I guess. Dynamite Kids. I'm going for your your uh, rankings, Junior N, definitely. Yeah, I think for me, I would probably I'd probably move Dynamite Kid lower just because I haven't really seen much of his stuff. Um, yeah, Fit Finley above Drew, because Fit Finley was just a old-school badass. Yeah. Um, and Drew McIntyre's cool. I saw him at a... Uh, the Scottish promotion ICW show that was in Bournemouth, and he's a flipping giant. Like he is huge, uh, but he was really cool at the show. So, That's yeah, cool. Dynamite Kid. I just I don't know, don't really know a lot of his stuff to be honest. No, a bit before our time, I think Dynamite Kid. I know you can see yeah. a lot of it in the past, but on the WrestleMania, best of WrestleMania DVD was probably the most Dynamite Kid I saw. The early WrestleManias, but yes, uh, twenty uh, eighteen years ago, go and watch possibly the most bloody match in WWE history Eddie Guerrero versus JBL and Tez the final yes. uh, this week in wrestling history with a great moment for uh, all of wrestling fans around the world we the reduced charismatic Canadian the, the charismatic enigma the first ever charismatic enigma <laughs> Bret Hart <laughs> won the US title from The Miz on May 17th 2010 uh, on Monday Night Raw from Toronto uh, Hart quickly vac- vacated the title and that was the last championship he ever won in his career. Um, did you see this, Tez? I did. This is this was during the time when I would watch regularly. Uh, I'd you know watch Raw every Tuesday evening because I'm not going to stay up and watch it. Yeah. Um, oh golly! Oh golly! I mean, what is I he underst- doing? 
I understood that, you know, they have to be very careful. There's a whole Lloyds of London case with his retirement after getting kicked in the face by um, by Goldberg. And there was the horrible match with uh, Vince McMahon at Mania. I, I remember him appearing, I think it was in Survivor Series, uh, with like Team Cena or something. I can't remember the ins and outs. That worked because you're protecting him. He's outside the ring. He can come in, do, you know, two moves, not get hit. Fine. Yeah. But it just seemed weird that they would go, what about, what basically amounts to get the local pop by putting the title on him. I mean, it's really unfair on Miz. We basically just give well, the Bret title Hart to Bret Hart nothing. and then he it's drops awful. it. And it's Bret Hart going, oh, you know, the future stars. And, you know, I was, I was suppressed by Hulk Hogan. He's doing stuff like that and they're rubbish. I'm not, I, I'm not, I, you know, it wasn't very, why did he win the belt? It was so silly. And you know, it's, it's a slow decline of the US title. <laughs> that never yeah, got back yeah. after Bret Hart won it. Bret Hart won it. Uh, man, yeah, Bret Hart. But he didn't even wrestle in the match. He had the Hart Dynasty doing stuff, and then Regal and Jericho come down. It was a mess of a situation. He should have just done that Vince thing at WrestleMania where it was 26 I and mean, then not done anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come out for the appearances. I don't think, especially, you know, at his age with his injuries and, you know, the, the whole situation, I don't think anyone was saying we, we need to see a match with him. And, no. You know, it's like people going the Ric Flair situation the only, the only thing I think about the Bret Hart thing for this match with The Miz was that the sharpshoot he put on The Miz was still pretty badass it looked like he really cinched it in yeah yeah he's I mean he's always kind of I say always obviously had a long period away from the ring but yeah he he got that move on okay he got yeah. that move on alright it looked good I wonder if he enjoyed it he just looks so pissed off he never looks happy does he <laughs> He never looks happy. I, I can't ever... Can, uh, chat room, can anyone remember a time when Bret Hart looked happy? Ever. I don't think so. <laughs> I can't. Maybe walk into the ring. Maybe one time walk into the no, ring. No, when he gave sunglasses to children, he looked pissed off. He's like, this cost me $4. <laughs> I've been told to do it. He never I imagine, ever, he never I imagine after happy. the match, he probably took the glasses back. Like, mm, come on. Yeah, come on, give him back. <laughs> Let's give him those out. Come on. He looks happy talking about Sting. Oh, there you go. Berkeley says he looks happy talking about Sting. Oh, there you go. Wow. So a real barn burner of a match there. Bret Hart beats the Miz for the US title, guys. Uh, <laughs> Nick Hart, yes, 100%. She was amazing. And Paige, yeah, short career. If Goldberg didn't kick Bret, he'd still be in the ring still. Says King King Mundo. Uh, well, I mean, how old is he now? He's got to be he mid don't... to late 50s, hasn't he? But when he won his first title, James Jones says, is when he smiled. It's one of the only other times in, right. in the 30 plus years you saw him wrestling that he smiled. So it's just two smiles he's had in his wrestling career. Okay. Smiled twice. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel, I mean, he would have obviously wrestled a lot longer, but I think him being the miserable git he is, that he'd have still found the, the moment to go, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, done. I'm done now. I've done it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was probably just a case of, I'll oh, be a cool moment. You know. In Toronto, get the crowd to cheer. Yeah, yeah. Win the US belt in Canada. Exactly. Not much Robinson Fergals, but Matt Craig's talking. But there we go, Tez. That was this week in wrestling history. There we go. So, Tez, are you ready? Because, ladies and gentlemen, on the show, we do something called the 211 quiz, where Tez, we swap it. I read one out, Tez reads one out. It's a wrestler birthday this week. And uh, Tez has to pick. I'm going to read one out for Tez, and he has to pick who the, have to work out who the wrestler is. Well, I'm going to hide the chat, hide the chat from my screen. Okay, are you ready, Tez? 
Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> We've got two minutes and 11 seconds for Tez to guess what wrestler's birthday this is, guys. So get on it. Uh, here we go. Ready, Tez? I'm ready. The 2.11 quiz starts now. Born May 20th, 1969. This guy is an American semi-retired professional wrestler, and he's best known for his time in the WF. John Cena? No. Uh, he has also wrestled in TNA, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, WCW, the USWA, Catch Wrestling Association, and the World Wrestling All-Stars. Uh, Sting? No. He uh, was also in the United States Marine Corps from uh, this. He was in, from, in 1987. Oh, God. Um, Sergeant Slaughter? No. He is part of a very famous wrestling family. Uh, Multiple brothers who are very famous. Well, very great wrestlers, not, so not necessarily famous wrestlers. Jimmy Hart? No. He debuted in the WWE in 1994 to 1995. Uh, one of the Von Erics? No. He was part of one of the biggest wrestling factions of the late 90s. Oh, Road Dog. You got it, Tez. You got it. You did it, mate. You did it. I did it. You did it, Tez. Well done, mate. How long were the chat shouting at me with I the answer? Let's have a look. Did anyone get it? Uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Road Barricles, Dog. Jarrett, okay. Road Dog, Barracles. Yeah. There you go. The Armstrongs. Oh, okay. Yeah, Barracles got it. James Jones, Jeff Jarrett, Road Dog, Baby Ice. I surprised myself. You got it. Well done, Tez. You, you could be on a wrestling podcast with that knowledge. I could be. <laughs> I'll add it to my resume. Yeah. So, guys, if you've got Zoom ready and anyone wants to call in, we could actually do a call in now. So, if anyone is out there on the Information Soup Highway, get your Zoom downloaded, sign up, and here's a link for you to come and talk to us live on the air. And here is the link right now, posting into YouTube chat. There you go. Well, it's not Billy Gunn's birthday, Hyung. Uh, so, we do it based on the wrestler's birthday. So, there's there's the chat. Uh, download Zoom. And you can call in and talk to us on our YouTube exclusive debut. So uh, we've got a few people entering the, the uh, chat room, Tez. Okay, okay, so we're going to try and keep good. the calls to five minutes, if that's all right, guys. So uh, we will admit a guy all the way from Canada. And he oh, can give Canada. us a, a little bit of an update, I guess, on the best of super juniors. It's Necro Ooh. Eric. Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm going to admit Necro Eric. Here we go, Necro, you're in. Audio only, please, mate. Necro is joining. Cameras are weird. He's in. How you doing, Necro? You're right, dude. Yeah, how's it going? How's everybody doing? Good, Tez, mate. Lawrence, good, mate. good to catch you. How are you guys doing? We are good. How's everybody thank doing? You for calling in. Hello to you. We are good, mate. Yeah, thank you. Good, good. It's good been pretty crazy you. this past week. Uh, there's been lots of stuff going on with the best of the super juniors uh, been, in dude? full in full swing. Um, it's been pretty well. All right. The, there's a lot of tag matches at the beginning of the shows currently. Cause it's like the first little part of the shows will have, uh, until the next show actually. So basically until the 22nd, which is today, yeah. all of the best of the super junior shows had a little bit of tag matches to set up the next shows. Yeah. But they're not going to be anymore. They're going to be all, uh, going hard. So it'll be a lot more better, but it's been pretty great. Everybody's been looking awesome. So that's cool. Yeah, there was uh, Frick. Okay, here we go. It was uh, friggin' uh, 
H2O looked fantastic. Uh, the promotion, there was a bunch of good matches. Yeah. Uh, Ross and Bradley won a crazy, uh, the deathmatch tournament, the tag team one. Uh, so the tag team Ross and Bradley, they looked, they looked great. Uh, it was an action wrestling show last night. That was fun. Um, AIW gauntlet for the gold was great. Uh, both on IWTV. There was a GCW show last night. Yeah. Uh, Speedball versus Masha Bailey. Uh, Masha Slamovich looked awesome. And uh, Joey Janela's foot on fire. Uh, really don't, I don't, I don't like that uh, venue. That venue sucks. Uh, there was a really bad, uh, really bad internet at that venue. That's not good. So, uh, so that kind of ruined the show last night. But besides that, it was pretty good. When is this big uh, deathmatch tournament? That's what I want to watch. Oh, yeah. The tournament of survival. That's yes. uh, in a couple more weeks. Right. So on this coming up, upcoming week, we got more best of the Super Juniors. Uh, so it's starting to go hard now because it'll be 10 tournament matches a show. Woo. No more, no more early tags. Right. So, and then Monday we got uh, Uncharted Territory. Yeah. Season four, episode three on IWTV. Tuesday, we got uh, Wrestler's Lab, show, show a bunga on IWTV. Uh, Wednesday, uh, UWFI continues. So that flash knockout stuff. Uh, last week's was crazy. It's always fun. After Dynamite, uh, yeah. season five, episode four. The, that's going to be on uh, IWTV as well. Thursday, we got Ganbare Pro on uh, Wrestle Universe uh, in, in the morning. Uh, as well as there's Best of Super Junior every day, almost every day, uh, except for Monday and Friday. So pretty, pretty busy, uh, busy week. Thursday, there's also Wrestling Open, episode 21 on IWTV. Violence X Sufferings having their better off dying show on Fight TV. That's going to be crazy. Uh, and then there's the Pro Wrestling Potluck, a uh, little show, a couple of different shows. on. Then this the weekend, Friday is pretty quiet. Yeah. Uh, but Saturday, uh, Saturday and Sunday are stacked, stacked, stacked. We got... Uh, pro wrestling magic soaring over the Ridgefield Park on uh, IWTV. Freelance underground four quarters. Yeah. Uh, Prestige Roseland is a uh, uh, Prestige Wrestling is doing Roseland three uh, night one and night two massive shows. There's going to be crazy wrestling on both of those. Uh, Yam uh, Mia Yamashita uh, uh, versus Mia Yim. Or who's well, I forget I forget. There's a lot of matchups. I'm not really naming much matchups here, but there's. I, those two have, uh, I think, uh, Slamovich versus uh, Ito, or I, I don't remember which ones. There. There's going to be a lot of uh, really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then War Warrior Wrestling 22 is on fight on Saturday. And then Sunday, Sunday is just stacked as well. It's night two of Pro Prestige Roseland 3. And then we got, what, AEW Double or Nothing 2022. Who are you going for, and Punk or Hangman, Necro? Uh, I, well, I mean, I, I'm kind of uh, checked out. Uh, it's probably just going to be uh, Punk winning the belt. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be. I'm going to be kind of checked out. I don't really care. Oh no. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I'm going to be watching. Uh, I'll probably be watching Prestige Roseland. Uh, I mean, I'll be watching Double or Nothing because Prestige starts a couple hours after the pay per view yeah, yeah. starts, so it's kind of a staggered day. There's also Sean Henderson presents Love Is Rage, and a Tokyo Joshi Spring Tour show on wrestle universe and stardom flashing champions pay-per-view uh on sunday there's a lot so of stuff. there's uh yeah so there's quite a bit of things going on there's a uh, prestige roseland will probably be the best thing of the weekend in terms of uh pure wrestling in the united states uh i would say probably the flashing champions will be pretty good solid uh wrestling for the stardom and uh 
lots of stuff on IWTV for uh, the cheap price that IWTV is. Baby, so I said Stardom this. is their favorite promotion, uh, Japanese promotion, uh, Necro. Yeah, yeah, excellent stuff. They always produce some of the greatest re- women's wrestling in the world, actually. Wow. Uh, they're really, really good. So that's uh, they're having their pay-per-view on Sunday, so that should be awesome. And then, like I said, lots of stuff on IWTV, Freelance Underground, Pro Wrestling Magic, uh, freaking lots of stuff on the Wrestle Universe. Plus, at this whole same time, like I was saying initially, best of the super juniors going on so so much wrestling uh, mate. So yeah if, except for monday and friday are like the only days that there's no best of super juniors i think every other day they're going they're marathoning it up so right okay if anyone is interested who's watching and wants to come and join our discord necro eric who's on the call right now does post in a lot of wrestling services where streams we can watch all these great independent wrestling shows he's got his own channel mm-hmm. in there just posted the link you can go and join our discord and connect with necro and talk to him about some of this wrestling if you're if you're a fan of it necro is in there and he's a great member of the community who contributes a lot of stuff so there's the discord link please do come and join the discord guys if you're new to the channel we've got a lot of new people here tonight you know you're very well to come and join our OMS community yeah be awesome. so there, there'll be uh there'll be quite a bit of good stuff going on next week and uh like uh i always look forward to uncharted territory and uh uwfi uh, wrestling open those are like my my mainstays for the week right and then uh i always look forward to seeing what happens on dynamite just in case mm-hmm. um i don't really bother with the raw and you know raw smackdown you know stuff like that I wish Raw was better. Uh, the prestige that Raw has and, and it's in the state it is always makes me sad. Three hours, mate. But then remember Nick Khan said, I want Raw to be eight hours because I make more money. Yeah. <laughs> I they mean, don't care about the product. They don't care about the storylines, dude. It, it, the, they have the time. They have the talent. They just, you know, it's always baffling to me how it uh, turns out for the Fed. Yes, it but, is. It's great yeah, so that's, uh, that's, cr- that's, about, that's about it going on. Uh, quite a bit of shows, like three, four, or five on... Uh, Sunday three four on fr- uh, Saturday, so yeah, Friday is completely open. I don't know what's going on. There's nothing going on on Friday. You can take your lovely girlfriend out for a nice meal then. Exactly, we will be going probably doing something on Friday, Sweetie. Right. Looks like there's no <laughs> well, uh, there's no nothing next going week. on. Yeah. You've had to add for your lovely meal, mate. Uh, you know you've got to do it. We'll now. figure it out. Yeah, yeah we nice did. Uh, what did we do? Uh, we had pizza last night. I don't know. We we're making some chicken Alfredo coming up. Oh my goodness, it's all it's all good so, stuff. Um, Necro, yeah, thank, it'll be nice. What do you, you guys? Uh, what are you guys thinking about uh, Double or Nothing? You guys think it'll be a good show on Sunday? I think it'll be a should good be, uh, show, man. Let's get their, their yeah. three-year anniversary. It's gonna be a good show. The MJF. I just couldn't. Be uh, I just couldn't give uh, give give them my money for this one. Like the the the, the direction of the booking actually caused me to not want to give them my money anymore. Right. Uh, so there's also oh shoot I forgot there's also a GCW show on Saturday in Las Vegas. Really? Night before? Yeah, yeah. I forgot about the Las Vegas oh, GCW cool. show. Yeah. So there's that as well. So on fight. But so there's, yeah, so there's quite a bit going on. So it should be pretty nice. Welcome uh, I just, to the I'm not, stream, I, I just, uh, sorry, Necro. I'm no worries. No worries. No, I just found the direction they're going with the whole, uh, like, I'm, I'm curious to see if it'll move the needle because currently nothing seems to be doing it. But let's take, um, let's take the bunk belt on punk for that. Yeah. I'm curious to see if that'll help if that'll help anything if it uh, if it doesn't then that's just what that's what happens but yeah yeah so all right boys thank you so thank much you for, for having me on i hope uh if anybody is interested in the stuff i talked about it's always available on uh, the wrestling services uh discord through the websites iwtv wrestle universe new japan world stardom world uh pay-per-view services uh like fight and uh 
other uh, like uh, Japanese ones. So thank you so much, guys. And awesome. hopefully you guys enjoy Dynamite and uh, whatever else is going on, uh, Lawrence Net, and Tez. I know Tez, you mostly you. just kind of just uh, breeze through uh, AEW or whatever, right? So hopefully, much, yeah. they, hopefully they give you at least something all right this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm too not sure. sure. So nice I one. normally find but, something to like on the show. Cool. Yeah, Thanks. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Necro. Appreciate it. All right, Always take care. Love you guys. Take care, man. No worries. Peace. That was Necro away from Canada. My camera's gone weird again, Tez. I have to do it on this chat now. When we have these calls, it goes weird. That's strange. Um, so we've got other people in the chat, mate. Let's Ooh. go for it. Who we got? Let's go. So who, who do you want to talk to, Tez? Do you want to talk to uh, England, England, or America? Let's go for... Let's, let's, should we go America? Yes, let's go for Crimson Mel. All the way yeah. from America. Here is Crimson Mel. Admitting Mel. So if anyone, else, if anyone else wants to phone in, the Zoom link is in the chat. So Mel is joining the chat. Come and talk to us around the world, if you like. Mel is joining. Mel is joined. Nearly. Mel's joined. How you doing, Mel? Oh, hello. Hi. Good to catch you, mate. How you doing? Uh, I am doing okay. I need to... There we go. That's better. I'm doing good. I was rushing like a nut. I was over here cooking some rice and everything, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I called in. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, thanks for calling in, mate. If anyone's interested in a great podcast about the unexplained possibilities of the world, go and check out Unexplained Possibilities on YouTube. Mel does an awesome podcast. Check it out, guys. Oh, right on. Thank you for the uh, plug there. No worries, mate. So how are you guys doing? We're doing good. It's our first yeah. YouTube-only stream, and we've welcomed in a lot of new people, so um, yeah. it's great to have everyone here. Yeah, it's awesome. Congrats, too, man. And hello, all the new people. You'll probably see me around somewhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so a couple of things real quick. The uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi thing, walking out. Yes. You know, I, um, I honestly, I would have just canned them right on the spot if it were me. Really? Right. Because... Yeah, because like, okay, Lawrence, you work gigs. If you don't show up to a gig or you say, yeah, no, no. I don't like this. Do you get paid? No, that's what I mean. Yeah, you can't do no. that. If you're booked, you got to go and do it. Yeah, fulfill your contract. If you have issues, bring them up. Of course, bring them up, but fulfill the contract, get your money, and then laminate what yeah. you have uh, what you need you know get it out there that one show i've i've had experiences from performing in things with this sort of situation where people would just cancel on the day cancel in the studio things like that and it's horrendous because you've messed up not just your colleagues you're working with but the people who are in the lines the people who at studio time and all this other stuff's happened to me so think of this on a mass scale for a huge tv show that had to be rewritten i totally agree exactly with you now. exactly so me personally i was you know what you're done i don't care where you go i don't care what you think you want to try and sue me come at me but you're done you know and and that's just how i feel it you know fulfill your obligations especially if you don't have much left on your contract anyway yeah like and i said suck it up for just, a couple months and just 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 you know suck it up as we said you know but then on the flip side of that someone could argue you should not work in a place that you consider a hostile environment or you're unhappy with and push yourself to that limit and everything and risk injury and stuff for something that you're you don't like to begin with so there, there is two sides to it, but I'm leaning towards the more business end of it for the corporation. Yes, boo me. I'm going with the corporate guys. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I go for that as well, Mel, to be honest. Yeah. So the chat room to the poll tonight didn't go for that. They decided with Sasha and Naomi. 
Well, they're all faces. We're the heels here. The we, we know what's up. <laughs> We're the bad guys, Mel. We're the bad guys. It's, it's best for business. <laughs> um, um, and then the other thing, Adam, uh, uh, Hangman Page and uh, CM Punk. So unpopular opinion. I actually think CM Punk should lose. Ooh. I don't think he should win the title. Hot take. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because everyone wants CM Punk to win. He's popular. He's hot. Everyone wants him to win. And that's why he should lose. And what I would do is I would have, I wouldn't let him lose cleanly. I wouldn't do that. But I would try to have Paige just look deranged, start getting deranged and crazy because he's not getting the love. He's the champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make him go down that, that, okay, I'm sick of this. What's happening? And make uh, CM Punk even more of a baby face and just have Paige start losing it more and more and more and um, just have him start messing with uh, uh, CM Punk. Yeah. You know, that's what I would do. And that way, because you can't give the people what they want all the time. No. You know, you, you just can't because if you do that, then you spoil them and, and then everything becomes predictable. So have him lose and create a storyline out of that where Paige becomes demented and CM Punk becomes even more of a baby face. And it's like, all right. And then when they have that moment, all that rage and anger that CM Punk has, he can unleash. And who knows, maybe even squash uh, Paige. Ooh. But it, it, it's different ways of doing that. And I, I don't think he should win. So I've just seen on the chat, Baby Isa said, uh, this caller is spitting facts. Give him more airtime. <laughs> Check that out, Mal. Awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> spitting facts, mate. It's great. <laughs> I love that. I think that's the first time anyone has ever said that for me. You, so. spit, you spit facts all the time, Mel. <laughs> spitting facts. You're going to have to take that and put that as a quote on, uh, on Unexplained <laughs> Possibilities. Yeah. Um, I'm Melvin the Crimson Taurus, and I spit facts, darn it. <laughs> Get it right. Crimson metal spitting facts since 1984. <laughs> so, but yeah, there, there we go, guys. The, that's my little call in and everything. Get that out. And I'm going to go and eat my now cold food. <laughs> well, enjoy the food though, Mel. That's the main thing. Oh, I will. Yeah. But uh, congrats launching on YouTube exclusively for today anyway. And oh, no, future, man. just be on YouTube this show. Okay. And uh, welcome all the new people. You know, you guys are going to love it. Yeah, so, welcome, guys. Welcome to the MS community, everybody. Good to have everyone here. Thank you, Mel. Yep, no problem. Catch you guys later. Cheers, buddy. Mel. Oh, that's a, we, my camera's weird. We've got Mel. That's Mel. That was Mel. We've got other people in the chat. There's a lot. My show every week thing, thing on lock. Chat room's going bananas talking about Peacock. Uh, yeah. So we've got three other people in the chat room. Who do you want now? All in England. Uh, I Tess. think it's long overdue that we get Bericles on. It is Bericles. We'll admit him. He's joining. He's joining. He's joining the sounds. Here he is. Still joining. This Zoom is a bit slow for the joining. Here he, there he is. He's joined. It's Bericles. How you doing, mate? Hey. Hi, guys. How you doing, hey, dude? dude? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Little knackered after the weekend I've had, but, you know, other than that, uh, it's not too bad at all. Uh, King King Mundo just said Cody's buzzers died. So what do you think, Bericles? Hot take on that, quick. Uh, Cody, I, I don't think he's, he, he's definitely not the new toy anymore. But I think with Roman taking less dates, they're going to have to rely on... I think they're going to try and make him the new guy. Yeah. And make the US champion. I think he's going to become US champion. Look at his entire attire. It's all, you know, Homelander style, the red, white, the blue. If they give him the US belt and he can say this is the most important belt in the company because the the undisputed universal champion is never here. Yeah. Then he can really maybe run with that a bit. 
Uh, and he seems to be at the front of. I think he's on the Helen. He's the he's the uh, Helen the self poster. Self poster. He was doing the uh, advertisement for the stadium show for Money in the Bank. They really seem high on Cody at the moment. Yes, they do. He's a big star. He's he's one of the main main guys, I'd say, especially with Roman taking time off. So uh, yeah, but well, I actually want to talk about Heracles. I want to talk about um, the the Sasha and Naomi situation. Go for it. And how you guys were all like, oh, it's unprofessional and stuff. I would argue that yes, it, it would be unprofessional if they were tied down to a legal contract. Are they not? No, those contracts are illegal. Those contracts state there's no wrestling union though, so no one's going to stand up for them. Well, those contracts state that they're um, they're independent contractors, so if they decide not to turn off, they're only they're only losing money from their own pocket. Technically, is how it should be working. Unfortunately, that isn't how it works because if they want them to do everything everything they say. They need to be employees. Yes. It would involve WWE paying for health insurance and and other kinds of, you know, and a pension and all that kind of thing. It they've been illegal contracts for years. So I'm not for any any member of the roster who just wants to be like, you know what? You can you can take me to court over these contracts because they're not really worth the paper they're written on. They're, they won't take them to court though, will they? they? They will just freeze her contract and she has yeah. to wait out these last few months. That'll be it. Um which is worse. She should yeah, have just sucked they, it up. Because they, yeah, I, I, I agree. They probably shouldn't have walked out. They should have. They should have just. They should have just. What I would do is indicate I'm going to resign. Indicate I'm going to resign. Indicate I'm going to resign, and then just don't sign. Yeah. Um. Keeps you yeah. on TV. Keeps you looking strong, and then you just disappear. Bit like Brian and all these other people did. Yeah. Exactly. Adam Cole and all that. Uh. But the the um. I I'm all for people that are just like, because those I've I've read a couple of those contracts. Granted, they were a few years ago. And they are so one-sided towards the company that any any lawyer would probably be able to tear them apart if only they weren't up against WWE's very good legal team. Yeah. Um, because WWE like to obviously take, if there's a court case, just drown it in delays and take money from Litigation. The, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if, if they'd come out on... Because the other thing is this, the stories come out that they, they actually quit before the show, before they announced the the um, the, the main event, they yeah. came out. They 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 left like hours before the show, and WWE decided to announce the main event despite the fact they knew Naomi and um, and Sasha weren't going to be there, and then use that fact to bury them later. Yeah, I do think how WWE handled it was a bit unprofessional. Very it's petty, ridiculous. Very petty. It's petty, WWE. And, and considering that, you know, we've had stories for ages of the script being ripped up and set a new script like 30 minutes before the show. So if they, if they knew that match couldn't happen but still advertised it. Yeah. On WWE's side, it is fine for them to go, we're going to do a tag team unification match. We're going to do a tag team unification match and, and hope an entire pay-per-view up for a couple of weeks over that before they change their mind. Yeah. All right, but it is not okay for the talent to decide you can't do that match. And um, Bill DeMott has also come out and said, uh, I don't know if anyone's seen about you know Sonny um, killed someone in a car crash a few weeks ago, and sadly, um, accidentally, and uh, she's still in the Hall of Fame. Yet they're, yeah, there, you know, they won't mention it. I mean, that's that's it. just you know, that's just what they'll do. But like, if you look at WWE, uh, I, I mentioned it a couple of times in the chat, but I know this is going onto the podcast feed, so I'll mention it now. Um, the, the Ultimate Warrior story. There's a crucial part missing about that. Months before SummerSlam, he wrote a letter to Vince and said, okay, I'm now the champ. 
Hulk isn't here. I want to be played what you'd play Hulk. Yeah. I'm I'm worth that. I am your champion. I'm your top guy. I'm on all, all the merchandise. Vince actually sent him a letter saying, yeah, I agree to all that. And that's the reason he got fired is because Vince agreed to, agreed to bump his pay to Hulk and then didn't for a couple of months. And then Warrior turned up and complained about it. And that's why Vince got rid of him. Now, right. all you ever hear is that is that uh, uh, Warrior turned up at the event and was like, "Well, you better pay me, or I'm not going out." But the fact of the matter is, he is he had a he had a letter saying, "I agree to all these terms and that," but you never hear about that bit. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not like a Warrior f- fan or anything. I think yeah. you know he was as uh, Tez said earlier, he had some po- problematic stuff about him. But you very rarely hear about the fact that Vince, you know. Signed off on, yeah, I'll pay you more, no problem. You, you, you're the top guy. You're worth all this. I know that was soothing Warrior's ego, but at the same time, like, do as I say, not as I do, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And WWE have had years to say, oh no, it was all, it was all Warrior. Warrior just demanded money on the day. And if if you tell that story often enough, uh, it becomes law. Look at if Austin hadn't come back, uh, they, they'd still be running with the whole, he took his ball and went home. So, yeah. Uh, and and the other funny thing is, uh, you, you brought up earlier in the show that he he says, oh, it's the worst thing he ever did. Do you know yeah. what it's the worst thing he ever did? Because it cost him too much money. No, because now he's getting paid. If he wasn't getting paid, he could, he'd be saying, I had to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. gone yeah, back. Yeah. If he didn't go back, he'd be like, well, I had to do it. It's my thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Did you uh, get your Clash of the Castle tickets, Barricades? I did. Uh, and uh, what's the name of the author of Pain's uh, Wes, Wrestling Entertainment Wes. Services. That's Wes Wrestling. Wes, Wes Briscoe Wrestling. I mean, uh, no, uh, sorry. <laughs> Wes Wrestling. lower the standards of it even more. <laughs> Is that part? I mean, when you look at the, when you look at the, the talent involved, it's, it, they're quite, they're deep, but there's no like massive name. Oh, you know what, I mean? what are you talking about? They've got control your narrative star. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> control your narrative. You know, fifty to three hundred people on their big show, Ron Strowman. Um, uh, but everyone else is is a name from the Fed. But to give themselves personally, you, you they might have seen it as. Well, we're not going to charge over a grand for our front row seats. Maybe someone's going to look at the clash of the castle, the castle tickets, and go, "That is way too expensive." What else is on? It's on the Queen's birthday, though, or a jubilee thing. Ah, uh, the only, well, you know, unless Freddie Mercury's playing, I don't, I don't really, really care that much. Not about... for you, though, mate. It's for the parents who'll be there with their grandparents and watching Queen stuff, and then they'll be know they won't be able to uh, take true, their kids to the rest true. of the show I'll, in Nottingham. I'll, I'll agree there. Although I shouldn't really, I, I shouldn't really say this to an international audience. You know, we all know the Queen uh, personally, and, yeah, and yeah, oh, we all have to celebrate. She definitely, uh, she definitely earned and and uh, money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I managed to be old, therefore big part. Yeah, well done. Enough. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just think that, that I mean the clash of the, uh, the the clash of the the castle, the ticket prices are disgusting. Yeah, no, I mean I've got some, and I I'm not gonna out anybody else that I know has got some but we're all kind of sitting there and going well should really go you know it's, it's the <laughs> first thing they've, they've got us but like it's it's, it's under uh, some level of duress <laughs> yeah I know uh, but I suppose you know, that they've made more money but I, uh, 
they are they are making more money from less people. That's well, the thing. Um, I don't know if you agree with that. More money from less people. What do you mean? More money tickets? from less people. There are less people, you know, uh, massively interested in WWE, but they are oh, making more money. Yeah, making well, more money from yeah. individual people. Yeah, I mean, well, when the Fiend was WWE champion some years back. They released a replica title of his, and it was in the thousands. Yeah, because it was, it was designed by the person who designed his master. I can't remember who that is. Uh, Tom Savini. That's yeah. I knew Tez would. <laughs> <laughs> the legend. So I hear, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I just think their 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 fan base is shrinking, but they're because they they've got the dedicated. We will put our money in our pockets to yes. I mean I, I'm going to Clash the Castle to, to hopefully meet up with some MOS fans yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know and and obviously the event is almost secondary at this point I mean we don't even have a card no well that's the thing it's going to because it's the first stadium show it's 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 no big star you don't need it it's the the the, the pomp and circumstance much so like the Queen's Jubilee <laughs> true true oh <laughs> mind you I, I've, I've just come back from London and they're gearing up Oh, well, yeah, well, they're gearing yeah, up everywhere really now. Yeah, uh, me. Um, but yeah, cool. Berkeley's thank you for phoning in, mate. Well, uh, well, we've got, well uh, we got another caller. Unless you want to say something else. I do have a... I, I think I should probably advertise Turn oh, yeah. this week. Yeah, advertise your Turn Years, of course, yes. <laughs> um, this week on a, a podcast exclusive, exclusive to the podcast feed, uh, myself and my co-host Dave, this is a, a show called The Turner Years, where we're doing... Uh, the turn from Jim Crockett Promotions to WCW, and all through the WC and all through the existence of WCW, we're covering. Um, oh dear, not Starcade, Great American Bash because I was going to call it Clash of, Clash of the Champions. Great American Bash, nineteen eighty-eight, featuring a main event of Lex Luger versus Ric Flair. Ooh. That's good. It's a good podcast, guys. If you're interested in early nineties WCW, check out Turn Years on the podcast feed of the MOS Network. Uh, I can post that up into the links. Just search MOS Network on any podcast supplier and you will Every find it. Every two weeks on Tuesday mornings. It's also in the description. The links for the podcast downloads are in the description of this live stream here on YouTube. But there we go. Thanks for phoning in, Barracles. Now I'll leave. Cheers, buddy. See you later. See you later. Cheers. Tez, we've got another caller from America before we get to the graph. Oh, okay. Let's let's do it. What? We've got three more callers in the chat room. This is the most... Good Lord. This is bananas. Right, let's go for... Right, let's go. We'll go for uh, we'll go for Dan. I think it's Dan from Chicago. So let's admit, all the oh, way from gosh. Chicago is Dan. Maybe Dan. It's someone called Dan. So let's find out. Yes, it's Dan from Chicago. He's joining. My camera's gone weird again. Oh yeah. Who says that? And we'd stop doing the calls. Dan from Chicago is joining. He's still joining. He's joining. I can't. There's nothing I could do to speed up the process of joining. It's connecting. <laughs> he joined. Ooh. How you doing, Hello. Dan? How you doing, buddy? You all good, right? How are you guys? Good. How are you guys? We are good, mate. How great to catch you from Chicago. How you doing? Great. I can finally. I guess it's a little better system with the Zoom. It was one, two, three. It's ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's good. It's good with the Zoom. We've got it sus now compared to last time. But thanks, man, for phoning in. Great to have yeah. you here. I'm so done with the Sasha Banks, Naomi crap. I mean, I never liked. So I don't know. I'm like in the minority. I never liked either of them. So yeah. maybe that's part of why. But I seem to think maybe 
like in Fort, of course, another summer vacation for Banks. But I'm thinking they could do like a little mini invasion. Ooh. I wouldn't hate it. Like, she doesn't have to be Sasha Banks. She could be her name, and then Naomi could be Trinity. And maybe they could do like a mini NWO horseman women deal. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that. That sounds cool, but I don't think they will do it because if they use their real names and they don't stick around, they'll use their real names elsewhere. Yeah, I got you there. And I do think it's real, but like for everybody to say, some people are saying it's a race thing. Some people are saying that, oh, they're on their side. Okay, yeah, we don't know their story, but bottom line... They walked out, and that's what I don't like. I was really confused watching Raw, too. I'm like, did I miss something? So I kind of dozed off or whatever. I'm like, what is happening? And then all hell broke loose on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just don't know what to – I'm pissed that they left because, you know, I don't have the most cushy job in the entire world. I work in a warehouse, and they got these million-dollar jobs that they just want to be like, poof, it's creative. You know what? I would like – I would make the ring clean if Vince McMahon told me to on national television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. exactly, yeah. I don't know. I'm just frustrated with that whole situation. No, I agree. It's it's not right. You don't hear about it generally in other things. It's just wrestling. A lot of this sort of thing pops up here and there. Um, David Parsons in the chat said, WWE is destroying itself. There are serious problems. What do you think, Dan? No, they did not destroy themselves because they walked out. Bottom right. line, they walked out. No, they did not. That's right. what I'm pissed off about. Everybody, you know, Banks was mad because what you would call Ronda got the title shot. Then Banks did. Well, you know what? Then leave. She's a baby. Yes. Bottom line, she's turning into a little sissy. I Oh, I'm just frustrated. No, WWE did the right thing. I'm on their side. Sorry. Tutor Royal Gaming Dan and said they did the business they did business like Bruiser Brody used to. Everyone is an uproar, but this isn't new. They just had the guts to stand up and deci- and decisions they didn't like. Okay, fine. Well whatever, but you don't do it during a show. No, you don't. You do the show if you're booked, yes. I agree. At least Austin did it when he's like, No, I'm not coming in. I go, was he wrong? Yeah, he even admitted that he was wrong. But I just don't agree with what they did. Both of them are if I've never seen I'm going to stand by my thing on Twitter like I've been saying on Twitter. If I never see both those two ever again, I don't care. The train keeps moving. If I sound like a WWE guy, yeah, because that's what I grew up watching. I'm a WWE guy. Sue me. The train no, keeps moving. Wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. There'll be more people to fill up their spot. Bye. See ya. Yeah. Cool. And that's, that's a good vibe, I think, mate. I think... It's a good they, they they let people down and you know there's different things creative and all that sort of stuff and they might be annoyed with it and we don't know the truth until they come out and say what they're going to say sure, but they might not true. be allowed to say anything we don't know for months we might not hear about this for right. another year right right and I and, and oh go to AEW okay go to AEW because Tony Khan's got all this money fine whatever but okay you don't see half the people anyway because I get it because they only have a two-hour programming on CBS, and then you have the Rampage show, which I never watch. I only watch Dynamite. Yeah. Okay, go to go to AEW. We'll never see you there either. Fine, go. Yeah, I know. I know. It's the thing. 
AEW, there's far too much talent there for the TV yeah, time they have. But definitely. they do do a good t wrestling program for the two hours. No, I know they do. I know they do. I, I, I don't mean to be sounding angry about this whole thing, but I'm kind of angry about this whole thing. <laughs> that's fine. It's, I mean, that's what's good. If you get, have a passion about, you know, this sort of thing is great. I think it brings out good vibes, positive or negative. It's, it's good to be together as a community and talk about these things, Dan. Yeah, I, I just I just don't like her cockiness. I don't think I just don't. And I used to love Naomi. I used to think she was cool until certain issues had come up on social media and TMZ or whatever. I just don't like how WWE, even with the Usos, Jimmy gets in trouble for doing something really horrible, gets arrested. Let's unify, give them the tag team titles or give them any kind of titles because they don't want to upset the Fatou family yep. because of The Rock. And that's not fair. I don't understand that either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't get it. I get that. That's that's true. I mean, they got a DUI earlier in the year, and they're still back on the TV show the next week. And they're talented as hell. Yeah. Both those two are talented as hell. That's why it pisses me off that they just don't know what to do with their time. Yeah. I agree, Dan. It's uh, it's what's best for business. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a phrase we've heard many, many times, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And they make the most money they've ever made, Dan, for years. So we can't. We just have to suck it up and watch it. See, it's ridiculous. And I don't agree with creative, but you you're there for a reason. It's in your contract. You got to do what creative says or whatever. And I know Vince is like the type that says, "Okay, if you're not happy, go somewhere else." Yeah. But go, go, go. Bye. Do you, do you think they will go? Well, they won't. They will have their contracts frozen. I say, you know what? It's they watch. And people are going to think that I'm being like manipulated by them. I don't care what anybody says. Let them walk or let them sit. I say, I think this is a breach. If you want to be honest, this yeah. is a breach of contract. Sit them, don't pay them. Sit them, you can't go nowhere. Yep, I know that's the thing. They 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 will just be they have their contracts frozen. She's maybe made a massive mistake there, especially Sasha if if allegedly her contract is expiring in a couple of months. Yep. She just sucked it up, been on telly, and gone somewhere else. All done Disney, done more Star Wars. You know, could do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. What if they were like, "Oh, you're not in WWE any anymore. You we can't. don't need you. We don't you know need you I mean? under that mask for Mandalorian." Yeah, bye. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she thinks the grass is greener somewhere else. Like Punk says, "Well, then go find out yourself." You know, but she yes, might not come know. back, mate. She might not come back. Good. To wrestling at all. <laughs> so Dan, great to, great to contact you again, mate. Really appreciate it, bud. We're, we'll be I'm sorry for the, I'm sorry for the bitterness in my voice with this, but I've been upset with this for about a week. It's so passion, just... mate. It's not bitterness. It's passion. It's great. I'm good good <laughs> to get it out. Nice one, buddy. Yeah. Thank you for phoning in, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Since this is easy, I'll be able to come back a little bit more now. Awesome, man. Yeah, we'll be Excellent. on YouTube every Sunday. So nice, nice to contact great. you again, Dan. Positive great. vibes you, too, mate. See you later, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 That was Dan from Chicago there, Tez. And we got one more caller. We got, I think we've got two more callers in the chat room. Oh, my goodness. Well, so let's, let's admit the gruff, because he was a, the, the next one on the list to admit. So here comes yeah. the gruff all the way from Kent. The gruff is joining. Dan is still there. Dan needs to... Uh... I'm trying to leave. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Evening. I'll be eating, Dan. Don't worry. I'll, uh, I can mute you. How you doing, uh, gruff? I'm just going to mute Dan. Dan's muted. So there we go. How you doing, gruff? You all right, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. How are you? Good, thanks, buddy. Good to have I'm you good, here. I'm have you had good. a good weekend? Yeah, I have. And Tez, you good? I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. How, how have you been? Yeah, good. I've uh, been really good. It's been a bit 
flat out this week. Obviously, I was away till Tuesday, no, Wednesday, mm. and then I went straight back to work on the Thursday. So I've not had a chance to watch any wrestling at all this week. Right. Did you get to watch, as we from Twitter, uh, did you get to watch Hereditary last night? No, I have not, but I may be sticking that on later with Kevin Ann, So what's, uh, what's the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie? Don't watch that yeah. film. That's amazing. <laughs> I I was going to say I didn't I wasn't able to catch most of the stream, but I literally came on just after, just before you you know kind of said that. So I do really want to watch that. So I think it it's looks great. Really... Highly recommended, viewers. Watch the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie on Disney. It's not made for kids. It's made for us. It's really really good. It's so funny. It's like Who Framed Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's brilliant. Sorry, sorry, Graf. I got very excited. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's fine. You get out your excitement. It's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I was just going to ask you guys, really, um, you know, kind of ask you if you're looking forward to the clash at the castle. Because obviously, as you know, I haven't watched anything, you know, kind of Raw or SmackDown related for a very long time. Um, but I'm just, you know, kind of going because it's the first time in like 30 years. Yeah. Um, and also, you got the MOS meetup more than anything. To be honest, that's going to be great. As that will so, be great to meet everyone. We can meet in a petrol station forecourt, something like that. That's what I'm planning. It'd be really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm probably going to be coming up by coach. So, uh, well, mind you, I guess we could get that coach to stop off at the petrol station, mate. Yeah. Well, we've sorted gas gas station, yeah. Americans. Gas station, gas. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I'm, no, I'm looking forward to the event and going to it at a big, huge stadium. I wasn't going to spend any more money. I mean, the 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 median price tickets were £350, which is probably around $500. You could fly to the other side of the world for that. I'm not spending that on one night show watching WWE. So I only spent it, I only got the sort of second tier sort of tickets. But it's cool, though. It'd be great. Um, still great to be part of a WWE show. The pomp and circumstance exactly. is going to be amazing. Yeah, that's that's, you know, kind of my thing. I've got no interest in watching a TV product that I don't enjoy and complaining about it every week. But watching live event is a completely, you know, kind of different kind of thing. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, Baby Ice says it's Pro Wrestling Eve based in England. It is Baby Ice, definitely. Uh, if you want to see something good WWE-wise, Gruff, I caught uh, one of the highlights that I rarely watch on YouTube of WWE. And it was the uh, the Usos winning the after the after effects of the Usos winning the uh, the unified tag titles, and then battering RK Bro and kids in the crowd crying. Oh, I did read about that. I yeah, did that was, read that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I may give that a watch before I stick on that film actually. So someone yeah. in the chat thought Chip and Dale were rescues, rescue rangers. Chip and Dale, are the first tag team in history. They are. They were the first. Uh, you know, there's no case too big, no case too small. If you need help, just call. <laughs> <laughs> cool uh yeah i really uh, yes i will definitely be watching that oh I'll you will laugh it's fantastic so uh yeah man it'd be great to be up at the cardiff show it's gonna be really good yeah definitely is uh tez are you gonna be coming along or well you, you missed uh Graf, you missed me being um browbeaten and bullied very <laughs> very quickly into into agreeing i do need to check because one of my side hustles is wedding videography, and I need to just double check oh. that I've not got a uh, anything booked that weekend. But I have said live on air to Lawrence that I will buy uh, a spare ticket from him if I don't have a wedding that weekend. Every so I'm kind, I'm kind of stuck. Of yeah, every fart's out of control. Yeah, <laughs> Ted's got so excited, every fart was out of control, and uh, <laughs> and he he bowed down to the pressure to go for that ticket. 
Yeah, no, that should be cool. That'd be cool. Obviously, I think, to be honest, if, you know, once I start talking to you, Tez, we're going to be talking about horror films more than wrestling. Let's oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, 100%. Uh, yeah. But, like, yeah, 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 um, yeah WWE, no, but really, have you watched this film? Oh, this film's great. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to shoot off because I know you are. Um, it seems like there's a lot of new people in the chat, which there is, is good. Yes, loads of new people. Thank you for watching, guys. Great to have everyone here. Awesome to have yeah, you part of our community. Cool. Please come and join the Discord yeah. if anyone's on the Discord because the Discord is a great place to all sort of connect through the week. We've got a good community yeah. over there. So I've just posted, I'll post the link into the chat room if anyone wants to come and click on that link. If you sign up to Discord, come and join our community in there. There you go. So, yeah, thanks for calling in, Groth. Yeah, That's thanks, all right, dude. no problem. I'll um, just quickly say, uh, advise everyone to listen to the turn of years. It's really, really good. I had no um, clue about anything from that period. And I, had, I, to be honest, I didn't think I had much interest in it. But once I started listening, it's really, really good. It's a really good listen. Yes, it is really, a really, really good listen. Yeah, even definitely. if you don't haven't seen the uh, the wrestling of that period, it's a yeah, very good show. Yeah, that's what Paul Paul Barrow. Sorry. Definitely. And Ministry of Horror. Yeah. Of uh, good stuff. We've got lots of stuff on this network of shows. But thanks, Gruff. Thanks, dude. No problem. Cheers, Speak buddy. to you later, guys. Bye, mate. So, Bye. Tez. Thanks. Bye. We've got one more call. Dan okay. has managed to leave the call. We, he, we muted him and he did it. But yeah, we've got one more call. Is it the highlight? Will he try and sell us Impact Wrestling and say how good it is? Oh, Let's find out all the way from Manchester. Is. It's the franchise. Here he is. He's joining the chat. Here we go. He's joining. He's joining. He's joining. He's joining. He's joining. He's joining. Oh, he's in. It's the franchise. How you doing, franchise? You are right, bud? Yeah, I'm all right. Yourselves? We're good, mate. Thanks for joining the good. show. Good to have you here. Yeah, I've been watching on YouTube uh, just like before, so it would let me in the chat, so just like that. Practically, oh. but you got to sign, right. sign up to YouTube franchise. Yeah, I think so. It's like that. Um, yeah, it's been an eventful week in wrestling, hasn't it? It has been. What do you think then, franchise, about all the stuff that's happened? Sasha and Naomi, what do you think? Right, okay. Uh, first thing, okay. I, I, the thing is, I can see both sides of the situation. I'm uh, speaking from probably prof personally and professionally. I think that when he announced the suspension on SmackDown, you could see Pat Matavi's reaction was a little bit like probably what a lot of fans are thinking at the moment. If it was me, I would have had someone like um, a WWE official probably saying it more than um, Michael Cole. Because yeah. why? Why would Michael Cole do that? No offense, it's like. He's a voice of he's a voice of SmackDown. He's not an official, so yes, yeah. Pat kind of oh. looked uncomfortable, didn't he? Yeah, because he Pat Matavi was like he was more comfortable by the whole thing about it than um, say how Michael Cole felt about it. It's like Ma Michael's doing what he's what he's doing one way. Okay, think I think it's unprofessional on Sasha's part for doing that personally. Yeah. There's way to go around it. it it's not. The thing is, Sasha's had history in the past for doing this. It's not like it's... You can't say they haven't. Um, for me, I think the company have gone a little bit... They've gone, they've gone the nuclear option with, yeah. Um, yeah. with it at the moment. And one way, I can understand where they're coming from, but at the end of the day, it's like... The thing is, I'm a bit surprised Sasha or Naomi haven't made any comments at all because... But they're not. They're waiting. They're waiting. Yeah, I think they're waiting. To be honest, because I was quite surprised because, like, um, Sasha's husband, if I remember correctly, Sasha's husband works, works for WWE as a like dress designer or something. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, and um, as well with you as well. I felt sorry for Jimmy 
for the Usos, you couldn't get a taxi ride back to the hotel after the show because <laughs> Naomi drove off. Yes. <laughs> good work, franchise. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. it is like that. Uh, but, but to be honest, one way, okay, I couldn't understand side but there's, oh, there's certain ways you can do it. I think it was a bit, like, a bit unfair. She should have, one way, she gets paid to a job regardless, so she yeah. should be going there to do the job. Maybe after the show, she still felt like that. She's, yeah, they suck it up. Suck, yeah. And there's ways of going around it, but I think walking out of show is a little bit unprofessional. Maybe stress out. There's certain ways you can do it. I've been in that same boat where I've had to choose between work and thingy. Like, I remember when my What's mom had thingy? an accident. Well, for me, when my mom had an accident and I get a phone call at work to tell me my mom's had an accident and yeah. I had to make, this is a job that I've had since I was probably 17 and I actually walked out of it to go to the hospital, even though I had another manager on and then it was just like, Boss, my boss didn't understand why in a way, but even though there's another manager, it was just a big hoo ha, and it ended up me making a change in a way. But it was just I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy at that time as well. But the thing is, I did it because it was my job at the end of the day. But for me, sometimes my family has to come first in that situation. Yeah, 100%. That's why I out while it walks out. But the thing is that for this is what I mean. We've only heard one side of the story, so I, we've only heard WWE side. But I admit that if they've got a bit of nuclear with it like i said but it'd be interesting maybe in a couple of weeks see from the other side maybe my opinion might change then a little bit but the thing is that's a company the only good thing that's come out the whole thing they're going to announce the tag team tournaments so I suppose that's, that's not a good thing well why is that a good thing well it's good to I'd highlight how few tag teams they yeah. have yeah well you should do well the thing is that the tag team belts are there for a reason for Champions, maybe they might unify the, the championships. Well, with what? <laughs> I know. I don't, the NXT championships, probably. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, franchise. No, but I you're, think oh, you're saying good stuff. That's falling off the wagon. Yeah, what are you talking but, about? But you're going to have a tournament. But the thing is that you say you have the tournament for, um, you could have some tournament up till um, SummerSlam. So you could easily do something there if you get, if you get the right teams in. Right. But, okay. But I don't, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that. As a wrestling fan, yeah, I just feel it's going to be interesting the next couple of weeks what's going to happen. I think it's going to be next two to three weeks you're going to see because you see now like Naomi's like totally changed her um, Twitter page and changed the handle, everything on there. So yeah, yeah, but I I don't know I I'm support the company in this instance, but um, I just think it's going to be what's going to happen next couple of weeks. Uh, franchise people are Baby Ice, who's new to the show tonight, is asking, are you Shane Douglas? Um, no, I'm the real franchise. So you're the real. Do you want to have a fight with Shane Douglas? Um, oh, the other franchise, the Sting. Franchise. I, I can I can go on Sting. He Shane was a Douglas on Twitter. Can we arrange this? Yeah, yeah. Contact Shane Douglas and say franchise wants to have a fight with you. Uh, yeah. Or a sandwich making contest. And franchise. Lastly, what sandwiches have you been eating this week? The whole world wants to know. We've well, got a lot of viewers. Well, Let I everyone had a, know. I had, a club, I had a club sandwich um, the other day. Um, wow, that was quite nice. That was quite. Um, Sandwiches, are, some sandwiches are great, and I had something called an empanada. All sandwiches well. are great. What? All what sandwiches are great. Majority of them, not only with avocado. Avocado is wrong. It's not wrong. You're wrong. It's avocado's wrong. all right. Yeah, um, like a movie, isn't it? Yeah, and also as well. Um, no, the other thing is, um, I think the other thing as well. It's like um, the other thing I enjoyed watching on SmackDown was um, Raquel, like. The building her up to be a main eventer, especially. Yes. 
And I think that's a good thing, especially taking on Shotzi as well. I reckon she'd be, I can say it now, she'd be up there for female Money the Bank winner in my eyes. And that's an early favourite for me. Oh, question. Are you going to Clash at the Castle? Right. I was thinking about it. I'm actually not. Because it's only because, literally, because it's something to work at the moment that I'm... I'm doing something, so it's going to mean that I won't be able to go. And also, what, what are you doing on a Sunday night? You will you watch a minute uh, Saturday night? Saturday night. Yeah. Well, I've, well, at the moment, I'm kind of like oh, I'm kind of doing something in my job, like a bit of um, training at the moment. Ooh. So, so that's at the moment it's going to leave me okay. until that time. So that's the reason why. Uh, Eddie is wondering what that noise is. I'm buzzing franchise because he says silly things. Look, what well, do you mean, like in Impact Twenty? There we're, we go. T- we're, I'm buzzing we're him. on the road to Slammiversary now, anyway. So, oh. um, <laughs> we are on the road to Slammiversary. On the road to Slammiversary. Yeah, the one of the greatest um, impact wrestling and pay per views of the year. I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, that's probably one of the only TNA or Impact pay per views that's title isn't a Genesis song. Because I remember all of them used to be Genesis songs, weren't they? Yeah, but I think you've got like Matt Candona and Fjord, and then you've got. Um, like a few others in the fingers like you should so watch what, what your argument there you've got matt cardona and a few uh and then you've got some others and thingies that's not a reason to watch slammiversary <laughs> well i think you waited a couple of weeks you see some uh, mega matches um you see eric young fighting for the um for the tna what world you title now? you're not eating again are you no I'm not no i'm just moving my keys out of the way so good uh, no but i'm I think that's like, especially if you looked at Impact Wrestling this week, they had two classic um, TNA pay-per-views as well, especially I think one of them is like the debut when Macho Man came to um, TNA as that well. Matt, so. He was rubbish. He just did a little move, punched Jeff Jarrett, and there was not, not a reason to watch that show. There's a, and other news, quickly, Francis, you'll be the first one to have the, this, this, and this will be the last point of the call. There's rumours that Impact Wrestling held a meeting and they were bringing back, again, the six-sided ring. What do you think? Um, I think it's a mistake. Why? Ooh, okay. No, because because it hurts the wrestlers when they do the a lot of the, like so a lot of wrestlers say in the, in the past like when they bump in the ring it's a lot bit they get they get bit they get hurt a bit more mm-hmm. so it's more, they're more prone to injuries like AJ Styles I've never mentioned it as well. Um, um, maybe maybe they might use a six sided ring to have Ric Flair's final match as well. No, his final like, match is at the Jim Crockett that. show at the end of July. Well, it's sold out. Front row sold out already for it. Ooh. So, but it's not going to be um, the Nature Boy's not going to take on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat now. So Good. the interesting who's going to take on. For, but it's going to be it's going to be intriguing to see it. I, I think it's going it's pretty good because you get to see um because it's Starcade you get to see um. Maybe it might be Jeff Jarrett. You never know. Jeff Jarrett and Ric Flair. Might be Jeff or Jarrett. If, or there's only one other man, but only Tony Khan could make that happen. Stay. It happened on the first Nitro, yeah? And it happened last Nitro. Having go out in style. No, please don't have Sting. I don't want Sting's legacy being tarnished, having his match with flipping Ric Flair. Well, it's good because you've got the return of the Four Horsemen. Including oh. with Jeff Jarrett as a future, as a Four okay. Horsemen. Okay. All right. You uh, you go, you go with that franchise. I I agree. You're doing well. You you've done. You've, you, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you sixteen points for this phone call. Oh, okay. Is that but, right? Okay, but as like I say, it's um, yeah. But it's like I say, Ric Flair. It'd be interesting to see what's going to happen. But it I think will. It's, sixteen it, points. Don't ruin yeah. it. 
I don't, I don't see why you look. You mock me about when I say about Ref Flair. You mock me when about impacts as well. Don't it's break like, kayfabe franchise. Yeah, but you know, but it's like it'd be interesting to see. But I'd be more interested to see, um, like when you said with the Sasha and Fingy, it's like when do you think that they will give a statement because like they've moved all the stuff off WWE shop com, which I think is a bit harsh as well, but yeah. they probably won't say anything till they won't say anything after the ages. contracts have expired and whenever the whenever well, any clauses and Naomi's contracts up for renewal soon as well. So it'll be on a podcast as well. It'll be someone's exclusive, like Renee. Yeah, Paquette, be massive. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Um, or I mean, the only thing I hope they don't take out on the Usos mm-hmm. now that they've won their undisputed tag team champions of the world. So they are. But franchise, thank you yeah. for joining in. Yes, thank Anytime. you, franchise. Appreciate it, mate. Cheers. Anyway, guys, see, see you, you later, bye. buddy. Bye bye. See you, mate. Bye. bye. Oh, my camera's back to normal. No, it's not. Oh, that's <laughs> weird. Don't know what happens. So that was the franchise, Tez. How you doing? That, that was a great show. We're done. That's Ministry Slam done, guys. Oh, I think that was a pretty good, you know, new debut. YouTube exclusive. I don't think it could have gone any better. It was great. Thank you very much to everyone who checked out the show tonight, guys. We really appreciate all of you guys. We had the most amount of views tonight for our first ever YouTube show ever, just full on Ministry Slam by itself on YouTube. We were multi streaming for the last four or five months to Facebook and Twitch and all these other two other places. Um, it's cool to see so many regulars and a lot of new, new people, people. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. The live chat, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, thank you so much, guys. I really, really, we really appreciate it. If you haven't hit the like, but we've got 50 likes on the video, that's amazing. If you haven't hit subscribe, please hit the subscribe button. Well. All that stuff will help out our channel as we try and grow across the internet and uh, get to that 1,000 subscribers, which would be really, really cool one day if we can do that. But we've got some other stuff coming up on the MOS Network this week. What we got coming up, Tez? What are you doing? So Tuesday, uh, 8 p.m. on the MOS Network will be the Ministry of Horror. Um, I've got the latest news from the world of horror. Uh, I've got some reviews, which will include uh, in the what's known as the Full Moon Retro review. I've, I've watched The Ginger Dead Man, starring Gary Busey, as a reanimated serial killer that's a gingerbread man. Amazing. Yes, it's as good as it sounds. <laughs> um, uh, and then there'll also be the return of the MOH Book Club. We look at horror book once a month or so, depending on how long it takes me to read. Uh, and the main event is the 40th anniversary of John Carpenter's The Thing. So I'm going to be talking about the film, the impact it's had on me as a horror fan, uh, and the legacy it's had, the tribulations from its release, all that good stuff. Um, but that's 8 p.m. on the MOS network. It's potentially going to be the last time it's on Twitch, but it'll also be here on YouTube because uh, I may just start, I may follow suit, uh, Lawrence, and do it. Uh, Sounds do like it a good, all good idea, Tez. Sounds like a it good does idea, sound like Tez. a good idea. Um, and then, other than that, in the week, probably next Saturday, I'll be doing uh, a bit of gaming. Um, we've done a couple of weeks now of WWE 2K22, playing My Rise with our actor turned fake doctor, Dr. Feelgood. Um, yeah, so come by, you know, Saturday. I'll confirm the time on the socials. And uh, yeah, we're going to continue our career mode. Oh, and well, guys, before we go, here's the, here's the MOS cat. This is Grot Bags. He likes having cuddles. There he is. So, uh, but yeah, we, that's that's the Ministry Horror. We also got the, uh, what we got, got, got coming up. Tony is coming out on Tuesday on the podcast feed. If you're new here and want to check out the podcast, it's down in the description of this video podcast link. And we also do some gaming streams. Don't we, Tez? We'll be playing some Red Dead Redemption, Halo, 2K, like Tez said. Lots of good stuff. We'll be back next Sunday live for the Ministry of Slam for uh, the Double or Nothing running preview show. So join us at 7 p.m. UK 
on this very YouTube channel to check out our Double or Nothing running preview. If you're going to watch Double or Nothing and you you got some, you think, what can I do for two or three hours before Double or Nothing starts? You can join us here on this channel, the MOS Network. Thank you so much to all the new people who checked out the show. We really appreciate it. Welcome to our community, guys. It's awesome to have you here. We've had over just under 5,000 views on this one video, which is pretty bloody cool so thank you very much guys really appreciate it guys and um you lot are all very welcome to our community we'll be back next sunday for some more ministry of slam check us out on all the socials twitter.com forward slash the ms network facebook.com slash the ms network ministry of slam on twitter as well and lots of other good stuff there and uh this is grot bags like i said he's going a bit mad climbing all over me there he goes don't knock the camera over grot bags there's a cat head right on the camera. you got to love it. What would it be, Ministry Slam, if the cat didn't try and knock over the camera just before the end of the show? So, guys, we will see you guys on the flip-flop. Have a great week. Join us for some Game Streams, Ministry Horror, and all that good stuff. Much love, friends. Good. Oh, wrong button. Good. Bye. Restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show.